Welcome everyone. It's another episode of Simpin for the Soul. Soul? Soul? Soul. Soul. Yeah. Soul. Soul. It is me, Wolfman Dan, with the amazing Sergeant Curry Pants. Sup? Exactly, sup. <laughs> I, like, I like how he does the good detailed introduction. I'm just like, sup. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's why people wa- listen to this listen to this show for the detail. This is off to a great start. I love it. I love it. Listen, I have some quick thing. I, I have a thing I need to say. I need to get a controversial oh, opinion out boy. of the way. Oh boy. Here we, here we this go. It's very controversial. I think the second half of Kim Bokju is not that great. Listen, the emotional trauma I went through to watch the second half again. I feel you. I feel you, Dan. Because that it went from happy, happy, joy, joy to let's cry every day. Every day. It's not even just ah oh man we'll we'll get we in, will. we will get we into it trust will. me but it's like I feel like the last three yeah. episodes were like they were the rise of the Skywalker of the series where there was like there's good stuff in it but then there's a lot of stuff in it which made me yeah, go but yeah. why but why why was why would you spend time on that it's like wait is there not we forgot okay let's tie that quickly everybody everybody gets a knot right now. Exactly. It is the it is it is called the Oprah style of writing, where everybody gets a girlfriend or boyfriend. Everybody gets a happy ending. Even if we just sort of ignore yeah. what we did. Everybody, you get a happy ending. You get a happy ending. You get a happy ending. It is. It is not. It is not my favorite method of writing. But we will talk about all of it because there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot that happens in these episodes, but also. Looking at my notes, there's a lot that doesn't happen. There's a, there's a few, I think there's a few episodes where it's literally like you can describe it in yeah. one sentence. Which which is a fun thing I started doing. I started giving the episodes title names. Oh, I want to... Yes. So episode nine, which is where we're, we're starting is, is called Just Friends? Question mark? Which is where we start with the therapist. As we end it, we end it on episode eight. Where the, f- not the therapist, why do I keep calling him the therapist? Because- kind of listens to all the women's problems he takes on all the women's problems he does he does but i actually remembered names this time jahi 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 yeah yeah he finds kim at the school wearing the weightlifting jersey and it's like this big reveal the previous episode so this episode starts with like oh no he found her yeah no and in comes namju ready to save the day that boy, though. Yes. He's doing the most the entire show. He just... There's Superman and there's all these superheroes, but they're nothing compared to Namju. Like, no. Boy is out there dodging, protecting her from all the lies. Any injury. Boy brings jackets. Boy brings excuses. Boy... Like, no. This guy... He beat all the superheroes. DC and Marvel for what? Like, no. The show should be called Supportive Friend Namju. Because, oh my word, he does He's so much. He's doing the most. Like, and later yes. on, I'll talk about how Kim yes, did exactly. the least compared to Namju doing the most. <laughs> like, yeah, no, um, I, I have things I want to say about what they yeah. do later with him in the show, which just made me go, oh, yeah. God, that's terrible. But yeah, he he runs in. He tries to to say do the save thing, but Doctor figures it out and uh, Jai figures it out. 
and then he talks to he talks to Namju about it and it's just like he still doesn't get it he still doesn't get that she likes him I slapped the TV screen when that happened because I'm just like boy how daft are you sometimes like I get it you went through life problems but the way he sits there and he's he looks at Namju and he's like oh my gosh who is this boy she has a crush on though like oh my god I exact same reaction I was like no you know what I defended you in the first episode of our podcast but now that I see this shit again nah nah I don't know why you're yeah, so clueless defended him everywhere I every single time I defended I I mean I attacked him Dan was defending when I DM'd him I was like Dan this boy is dumb as hell Dan was like no but he's ex though he's ex though and then when this episode happened Dan was like I'm sorry <laughs> the first time I defended him because I I remember the ex but then I saw this episode I was like no no I don't get I, no how do you how do you not how do you not get that how do you not get that how are you not picking it up this girl spent money to go and see you <laughs> like yo why do you think she's always embarrassed around you <laughs> exactly and then like later they have a, a, a what do you call it like a group date thing well, it's not a group date. It's just her. It's Kim, the doctor. It's the doctor's friend. It is um, Namju. Namju. It's it's the four of them sitting there in what is the most awkward dinner scene I have ever I, seen in my I, life. You know, this is the most relatable scene to me because that kind of happened to me at one stage. And I, I, I did. Really? Dan, I was sitting there because like, listen, listen. I was I had a crush on a dude right in college and I didn't know he was he had someone on his mind right so I thought we were vibing meanwhile he saw me as a cute little sister okay okay so I remember being on that kind of a date scenario where you're just there and the actual girl he likes is there and I'm just like dying internally Oh, mm. but I did not have a Namju to freaking save me. Like like Namju when he saw his brother like feeding meat to the other girl and he's just like you want some Kim? I was like this boy though. But the other lady is like probing her with questions nonstop it's like who's this guy you like? It's like it's so weird that you did that and I'm just like what are you what it's so awkward, and Kim's just like head, head, uh, shoulders are, are hunched down, her head is down. She's not it, responding oh, to anything. I'm like, you could. Does nobody pick up anything in and this the show? The thing is, they're both doctors. We're supposed to pick up on social cues and and body language. Like, what is wrong with you guys? No, but she doesn't. She just keeps pestering to the point where like Jai uh, is just like. Please, you know, you can you can stop asking her. Namju's also looking like visibly nervous and like, uh, and everyone just there's just this whole atmosphere of like everyone wants the subject to move on, but she won't let it go. She just keeps asking like, "Tell me about this boy. Who is he?" And the funny thing is, she's not like tight with Kim. Like it's not like they had this kind of rapport. Like they're they're friends. You know, it's weird. You're the the you're the college doctor, and. Yes. Boundaries. Where boundaries, boundaries, damn it. That was so awkward, lady. She was like the Indian aunties I oh. deal with at the weddings. It's like, 
So who are you dating? Okay, when you getting married, like lady, shut up. Like oh that my pasta word. looked good though. But but then after that pasta they were what? eating though, that looked good. I mean, when does the food they so eat good. not look good? Except for that that pork <sighs> belly lining on a skewer, that looked nasty. Oh, yeah, that mm, and she eats weird. like seven of those. Ooh. She does, but that yeah. is uh, yeah. So after the 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 triple date part, they um they go to de stress Kim and Namju, which is just involves a lot of drinking. <laughs> when she keeps repeating what she says to him because she's so drunk. <laughs> so, you know whose fault this is. It's yours, Namju. Mine, and then she does it again. She's like, "No, no, no! It's not your fault." Wait a minute. You know whose fault it is? Yours, Namju. And he just sits there. I felt so bad for him. No, he just takes it. At first, to to go more in detail about what I like about him and why I really like him as a character is like, listen, we've all had a crush on someone, and sometimes we have a crush on someone who just says stuff to us, and we just take it. We just take the hits, but he doesn't take the hits. He he always defends himself and like calls her out on her shit all the but time. He's very straight. I like that about him. Like he's very straightforward. Like he tells her, "Listen, I need you to tell me clearly what's going on. I will tell you if you tell me. That's how it's gonna go. That's how he is. He's just he likes to be told things, but he picks up on cues really well, even if he's not told. Like he's. He's pretty sharp. No, because she does the whole thing of like, it's your fault. And then he goes on the whole speech like, listen, this is your fault. Because you lied to everyone. You you made this whole thing happen. You you kept going to the doctor and you didn't tell anyone about it. And it just it just all blew out of, out of, out of proportion because of you. And it just goes like, no. He doesn't hold back with it. He just tells the truth. He's just like, no, I told you so. I told you so. But you still did it. You still did it. But he still has so much of love for her. Like, even when he does that, like, it's like he can say whatever. And she's just like, okay, he's right, though. <laughs> no, he is right. He's right in this case. And and then after that, they go out and they both pass out on a, um, what is it, a bench yeah. outside? Where he just, where she says she's cold and he just throws like a newspaper what? over her. Not even a full newspaper, just one, like one page of a newspaper. He's like, okay, that's but the fine. The first time I saw that scene, I really thought something weird was going to happen. Like, you know, like freaking Sleeping Beauty. Because when he woke up, it was close to us. I was like, oh, please don't do that. That's weird. And then he's like, no. <laughs> they framed that whole scene like that. They just like, they had them from like the top angle. It was, he was leaning down forward and you think, oh, he's going to kiss on the lips. And I'm sitting there like, no, she's passed out. That's disgusting. Don't do that. Don't do that. And it's like, no, he's passed out. He's, like, he's falling don't over. make it an awkward Lee jong scene. Like, like remember in Romance with, uh, is a bonus book when he kisses her and she's kind of asleep. And she was awake. Oh, Oh, so cringy. Uh, oh. He, he wakes up staring at her face and he just gets the fright of his life. And he's just like, ah! And then he just gets a shopping cart and puts it Yeah. Again, we get another joke about her being heavy. And I'm like, how is this right? girl heavy? That's the point. 
She's so skinny. Even later on, like we'll talk about that more later on, but like there's a scene where she then has to help him and she's carrying him because he doesn't have shoes. But like here's the thing, she's so tiny. You could see he had to stand on the ground because she really can't carry him. No, because she's not actually a giant <laughs> weightlifter. She doesn't have those muscles of an actual weightlifter, so she couldn't even right. carry him in that scene. So it, it was like so awkward. Like, they showed, like, the camera angle at one stage where his feet are lifted. But then after that, you could see he's yeah. on his tippy toes because she can't carry now. She can't She's pick tiny. him up. It was really funny. Then he takes in the shopping cart back home. And her dad and uncle get real pissed at her for being drunk and put her to bed. And she just keeps saying it's it's a... <laughs> It's 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 the jerk's fault. And he just stands there. <laughs> and the dad just goes, what? Oh my god. I love how the dad did a 180. Like, why wouldn't you date Kim Bok Cho? Though she's pretty. She doesn't have time to dress up. But she's pretty. And he's just like confused. And the uncle's just like, wait, listen, listen. You sound crazy. Please put aside already. Yeah. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, but like that whole scene where it's like, he starts crying, he's so scared of them. They surround him in the corner, and they just stare at him. The death stare, and they get closer and closer but, I to I mean, him. Dad, you saw the dad with the broomstick. Oh, no, the dad's scary. The dad's too. very scary. The Alice band that he puts on his hair, like, he's scary. I need to give a, a shout out to the actor who does, who's the dad. Oh, the actor's name is An Gil Khan. Oh. Pretty sure I said that wrong. But yeah, he's he's really good. I really I like that guy. I haven't seen him in anything else. I don't think I need to. Maybe he's it was in very movies. good. He's just no. He is very good. Like there's no real bad actor in this show. I would yeah. say, except maybe some of the weightlifting team and the, like, but they're like extra extras. They don't. They have like a few. Yeah, lines, it's not maybe. like Ungi. So it's not a big Ungi's deal. Ungi's the only one who has like a bit more lines than others. Yes, yes, and yeah, so. The uncle also gives uh, Namju like a whole speech. Like, I think you two would be great together. And Namju's just like, excuse me? No, no. That uncle was the best homeboy ever. Like that, that guy was helping. I like him. I like him so much. He's like, let's stay with this. I'm cool. I also get laid. I like, I like how that's his go-to move. Like, I also get laid. Listen. Yeah, but it's not even like I also get laid. It's also the thing is like, so yeah, how far did you two yeah. go? And he's he likes to say it. He says it. He says it to Kim. He says it to him. He's like, so did, I'm cool. You can tell me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does the whole. I'm a, I'm the cool uncle because it. The next day he confronts about it's like how and Kim just starts <laughs> freaking out about. It. She just starts like, nah, ah, 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 I don't want to talk about it. Imagine your uncle just being like, so listen, I'm chilled. I'm one of the kids. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kid? So, have you engaged in coitus? <laughs> that uncle, though, I just, I love him. I love him so much. Yeah, he's great. But then, I mean, the rest of the episode is just they go to the beach, which is a really nice scene. And also it gives them that yeah. stare. The stare. But can I just say one thing? They freaking go to that beach. They fall asleep and they wake. They like, it happens so much. They fall asleep flat on the sand there. They're just lying there. Wake up a couple hours later. I 
aren't you concerned some weird thing is going to get into your ears or something? <laughs> How are you so comfortable on the beach, though? I, j- I, j- I don't see you applying sunscreen. I don't see anything happening. And you're all just chilling on the beach, falling asleep. That's normal behavior. Nobody wakes you up like, hey, are you okay? Sarge, Sarge, can we take a moment and just like, are you telling me you've never gone to the beach in the cold, cold winter where it's snowing sometimes, splashed (laughs) around in the water a little bit, get your feet wet and then just fall asleep on the beach? Have you not lived yet? I should. I should freaking do. do You should. There's nothing better than cold feet during the winter. That's just the best thing. Just throw your shoes in the freaking ocean, ice cold beach. And sleep with no towel on the sand, just straight up on the sand. I mean, everyone wants to fall asleep on a cute boy's arm. Okay, listen, if it was Namju, I don't care. I'll get frostbite. I know you would. I was just yeah, I'll get it. frostbite. Hey, listen, if you had Kipok Joe, Dad, you would be there too. <laughs> Dad I mean, would freeze I would. his butt off. Dad would eat his jacket. I would. I would freeze my butt off. I have free- frozen my butt off for a girl before, so I'm, I I can do it again. Dan would be that person. Like, he'll be freezing. He'll be like, Kim, do you need another jacket? Here, take mine. I will die. It's okay. <laughs> I'll die for you, Kim. Okay, now we're just turning it into a, into a weird yeah, soap we, opera. We, did, we made it dramatic. We it our own. Yeah, we did. I mean, the, the show gets plenty dramatic later on, so I don't think we need to add True. more drama to it. But then, episode nine, what does it end with? The the big shocker, as as they call it. The she does her, she does a training sequence first. She has like yeah. a montage training sequence, yeah. which is cute, nice music, good stuff. And then she does. I think it's nationals. She does like a national yeah. tournament thing. And then the mm. doctor shows up to see her have to lift the weight. You idiot boy. Yes. Again, he doesn't. He, he doesn't know. He's just supporting a. He's just supporting a client. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is he doing? I Why is he there? I never ever went to a patient with flowers like that. No. If you look that cute at their tournament, if you look that cute and you come to me with flowers, I'm gonna catch feels. Like you can't be that dumb. So listen. So listen, people. If you look cute, like, stay away. Can stay away. And the and the. I like how they built up that scene because that she explains. They did. She explains like why they don't bring their boyfriends to those competitions, and she goes mm. into it and she's like, you know, we have we our veins pop, our faces don't look so nice. We don't want them there, and you feel it. And like Namju, he gets it. He understands. He's like, no, I get it. Like you wanna, you wanna show your best self, right? And then his dumb brother. Bring flowers. <laughs> what is wrong with you? No, she does. She gives an amazing like uh, monologue about it where she's like, just like you get a you get a double, sometimes triple chin. I think she says, and she just describes like, what do you look like when you're lifting a giant weight of you, and it's not pretty. So that's why most weightlifters don't ha- bring let their uh, significant other yeah. come to the events, is what she said. Which I mean, like. At some point, you have to see the person you're dating in an ugly yeah. light. But like, but like, I get At it though. Point. Like, as a girl, you're always like, you you kind of want to show your best self for dudes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know at a certain point, you guys get comfortable. Like, you'll see it with Kim and 
and and now I'm Jew. Eventually, they they get comfortable. But it's like I get where she's coming from as well, because she's like, you know, you you don't want the guy to see you looking like that, <laughs> like you're about to poop, you know. <laughs> I would die if I was holding that weight. With my face co- like contorted like that, and I see this cute dude with flowers that I have a crush on, I would throw the weight at the audience and run away crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd rather you die I than see cry. me like this. I would literally just cry. I'd be like, I can just see his face with the flowers, and I'm holding the weight. I'm like, ah, shit, no. <laughs> I'll run away and I'll cry. I, I, I would cry exactly like her, just crying. <laughs> Speaking of crying, perfect segue, episode 10, Ugly Cry is an Art. So, we co- we open up on Kim crying. Oh, that cry though, Dan. Oh, God. The second half of Kim Bok Joo, there's oh, so God. much ugly crying. I, I think I start making up movie titles every time she ugly cries. I want Dan to talk about the Because she does it so much Dan lately. I want to hear Dan talk about his woman's cry. Let me hear, let me hear it. I want to hear you talk about how she cries. I want to hear it. How she cries? Oh, my word. She just... Okay, okay. Well, there's stages of ugly crying. Okay? She goes through stages. First, her face gets really red. Then she starts sniffling a little bit. She goes... <laughs> and she does that for like a, a few a few seconds. And then the tears come free-flowing. A lot of tears. And her face scrunches up. You know? You get those like mad balls things, which are like <laughs> these foam balls that you squeeze... <laughs> It's like that. That's what happens to her face. <laughs> and then, then, when you, when you think it's about done, the noise comes. She starts making the noise, which is the, the, you know, it's, I've heard some weird animal noises in my time. And that's something, if you put that in a horror movie, I'd be scared. She cries like a little kid. And it's loud. Like, I had to reduce the volume. Like, my dad also has a crush on her. So he, like, he just hears the crying and he comes to to see what's going on. He looks at me and he's like, why is she crying? What happened? What happened? What happened to her? I'm like, the man that she likes saw her lift weights. <laughs> She's so dramatic, though. Oh, no, she is. Which, I mean, the, it, it gets brought up later in a way. Uh, the fact that she's... A- yeah, basically, things start happening in the writing a little bit later, which I like, which is kind of like the story commenting on itself, which is, it's a bit unique, and it's not too, uh, it's not too in your face about it. It does it real quick, I would say. But yeah, she has a whole moment, um, your boy comes in, sees her, and is just like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna let her cry it out, uh, that's fine. But then the, the doctor is just like, oh no, where did my ex-patient go? I want to give her these flowers. Oh, I hate him. And then uh, Jonhyun just t- takes takes him, um, takes the doctor outside and like confronts yeah, him. Yeah, he had he had enough at that point. He's like, "You idiot, you dumb, stupid, stupid man! I gotta tell you something, you daft man, you." Yes, and he's just he just he he fool he man. When he lays into people, it is good stuff. I'm not gonna lie, he doesn't hold back. I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a small clap to that actor. He does it really Yo, well. He doesn't care whether you're his brother. Later on, whether you're his mother, he tells the yo. No, he oof. 
Everyone. Everyone gets a piece sometimes. The only person allowed to bully Kim is him. Like that, that, like yes. nobody else. We've established that. We're going to see a lot Tim of that later. Tim little boy that fell out a window, well, was pushed out of a window, is not timid anymore. He's just like, no. Now he's he a, a man. man now. <laughs> he a man. I mean, you know I what I'm know what about. you're talking about. <laughs> But then after that, uh, we get a sad montage is what I call it. It's just her being mopey for like 15 oh, minutes. Yeah. Oh, my. She's just like, mm, mm. and I get I get it. I get it. I don't feel bad. Like the scene is necessary because she just got, man, she feels like shit. Someone she really has feelings for just saw her in what would be described a compromising position. I mean, she and looked she feels like, like she shit. was pooping. Yeah, she did. But also, like, it's one of those cases where you're watching her, like, you're sitting there, you're chewing your popcorn, your notebook next to you, and just like, get yeah. over it. Yeah. Come on. And then she doesn't, because then freaking later on, wave of depression number two happens, and that lasts, like, a few episodes. But yeah, she's just so mopey and sad, and, like, at, some, at one point, uh, Jun has to save her from a she car. She doesn't look where she's going when she's sad. Like... No! It's just, like... Come I feel on. so bad for Namju because he had to always be on his toes because he's like, oh, crap. What if, like, she could get hit by a truck and she wouldn't even know. She's just like, I'm sad and I will just walk around. Like, this girl needed a GPS system when she's there. Yes, he says, he says the best line, though, where it's like he calls her body a national treasure. <laughs> And then he just tries to feed her, and he does an impersonation of her, which is the worst thing I've ever seen. Okay, but listen, he's the only guy in the world that can literally say your body is a treasure, and it didn't sound creepy. Yeah, because, I mean, he's been supporting her all the time, so it just, it fits into what he's been saying about her. But also, he does it, okay, so this made me laugh my ass off. He does an impersonation of her, and remember when we talked about yeah, the way she walks? Yeah last week he does the walk okay so the show knows that she's walking like a weird baboon even did the pouty face when she tries to act cute <laughs> like the voice he does is terrible but the facial expressions and the body movement he does i'm like these are things we made fun of last week the show knows how ridiculous it is i love it i feel like behind the scenes because they were dating in real life he helped her make those expressions for the role i feel like they work together on that they're like you know what you should do your face like this that'll be kim bok Cho. and they both did it together and that's how he got to be so good at it too <laughs> again this uh, this the, the whole chemistry thing they have it just works here because you can clearly see like he understands how she does things and like yeah. for her character and it gives us a, a fun little scene where he tries to feed a oh, sausage yeah. <laughs> And I just went like, and I just, I just, I just marked down dick joke. <laughs> there's going to be plenty more because there's a lot of sausage in the season. Like, yo, 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 yo. I mean, if you want to get sausage, go like, to South Korea, yeah. it seems. Like, there's one stage where he makes a pyramid of sausages. Like, yes, boy, that's the, that's the last episode. That's like part of the finale. And I'm just like, well, the show knows like, what. It just ends. Like with sausage. The show knows what it's about, okay? It's about food, family, and sausage. Yeah, exactly. And the funny thing is she was trying to be someone else for someone she liked. But the person that she was herself with really freaking liked her. Like, And she does meet the doctor again, but it is again like, she just makes 
she lies again which uh, she's like no it's like i never liked you da, da, da. it was just like da, da, da. she's just i mean she's just she's just being floaty i want to say about what she lies. wants to say i don't know why i what? said that she sat on a throne of sausage life so frodo sausage life why I- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my word! Sitting on this throne, built out of those sausages. It's a perfect <laughs> analogy because those things aren't that stiff, man. They bend under the pressure. They'll probably break. A, fro- a, a throne built on sausage lies cannot stand up to scrutiny. <laughs> oh my word! This show so good. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's amazing. Someone needs to Photoshop Kim on a throne of sausages. <laughs> someone oh. does. Hey, you you listening to us, please send us pictures of Kim photoshopped like, on a throne of sausages. With like Namjoo as a little kitty cat on her that she's like... <laughs> <laughs> this it's is getting weirder. Thrones. This is it's getting so weird. With like the, the royal advisor and there was Daenerys. And like the royal advisor kept saying, Daenerys, don't you think this is a bit crazy, Khaleesi? Don't you think? And she's like, I will do that crazy thing. I will do. That's what happened. She tried to offer Jon Snow a sausage and he was like, I don't don't want want it. (laughs) My God. We just wrote a better season eight than the actual season eight. But that's a different story. (laughs) Back to the show. Her throne of sausage lies. She builds it up even further. And then she just leaves. Nothing gets resolved with the doctor. She just leaves. But she does find out that he knows about her. And she goes con- to confront um, Jun yeah. about it. And again, props to your boy. He stands his ground. Yep. He doesn't take that shit. He like immediately falls back. He, he does say, he does tell like, who will love you if you are that ashamed of yourself? Because that's what it's about. She feels ashamed of being a bodybuilder, of like how she looks and all that. So she's lying. That line just hit though. The way he's just, he is, my God, my boy though. Boy. Like, can he just do a dating talk show? Like, this boy just understands everything. Everything. Like, as much as he was brutal to his brother, he was still just as honest with Kim. Well, this is what this whole episode is. It's just him like, watch this 20 minute video of Jun who. Um, freaking uh, brutalizing uh, everyone around right? him with words. It's like a YouTube compilation of him just shooting like, down I people. I feel like I need, a, I need Namju in my life. Like, that is the kind of brutal honesty I need. Like, can you just shut up, Sarge? Just shut up. I'm like, okay. And then when you're just about to feel sad about it, he gives you food so you don't have time to think about it. It's like, oh, he hit me with truth. I'll eat food now. It's okay. <laughs> food is truth unless it's a sausage thrown but yeah but he uh yeah so and he can he confronts his brother as well about it and he's like he says what we've all been thinking you're too nice stop it grow a backbone he's so considerate of everybody like that guy like i feel like if he didn't have that talk he'd be that idiot that just marries someone because they asked him nicely like grow a backbone because they first asked him do you like messy and marriage? I mean, I don't like either, but I'll marry you. You asked me so politely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly who he is. And um, 
Oh my word. But this does lead to a great scene later when they play ball in the uh the park yeah. area or something and then he pretends to get hurt and like just yells at namju and namju's just like oh, he looks so shocked exactly. that he got yeah. yelled at and then he, he, he that yeah he's just turned around he's just smiling he's like how was that and i was like yes it was at that stuff. moment i kind of understood though like a little bit what the doc went through like this is the only time i'm gonna be nice about him but like Growing up, he I guess he always felt he had to be considered because of Namju's situation. So he got used to being extra considerate because of he was trying to take care of the brother. Because he knew, he was aware, like his mom left him. And he needed, that guy needed a mom and a family. And he kept on being considered that he became part of who he was. Namju just kind of stole his backbone. And meanwhile, while all this is happening... Kim crying, Namju confronting everyone. There's a whole other plot line which leads into the main plot line, which is important, which is Ungi, um, yeah. which is who's one of the uh, the weightlifters mm-hmm. at the academy, who who has a secret child yeah. and a secret wife that no one knows about, and he got arrested, I think, in episode yeah. nine for punching out a taxi driver who was insulting his wife, yeah. and then the coach, the female coach paid his bail with school funds i think it's funds for the department and then that got found out that money is missing and then she gets fired over yeah that was sad that was really sad and and ungi had to keep it quiet like yeah he he couldn't tell anyone i understand why and it's like he was feeling so conflicted the whole time because you can hear the all the other weightlifters are complaining and then there's people bad-mouthing his coach and he's just like there and he's like, I can only imagine how conflicted he felt at that time. Like, crap, this is my fault. And he's the supposed leader of the weightlifting team. When the coach is not there, he trains them. So he had this whole responsibility towards so many things. Plus his own kid, plus his wife. There was so much that could have really screwed him over as well if he said something. No, it's another secret in the show that needs to be kept. Another lie. Okay. This whole plateau of lies constantly happening. But he, even with that that secret, like he was so, I had so much respect for him. Like all the stuff he had to balance and be responsible for. Like even though he had to keep that secret, he didn't want to. Like I just, yeah, he's one of the characters I respected. Not, I'm not even gonna lie. I liked. Him. Yeah, no, no, yeah. he was he was great, and also because the coach um, gets fired. Yeah. Everyone's real sad about it, including Kim, who has just reached. Yeah, that that was it for her at this point. That was it. Yeah, she disappears. Uh, she just leaves, and like no one can find her. She's incredibly depressed and mopey. And at the end of the episode, Jun finds her, but she's just like she. Well, she says to him like she feels incredibly sad, and she doesn't has no idea what to do about oh, it. Oh, that's so. And she breaks down again crying and he had no words at that moment because he just he wanted he was shouting at her because he was worried about her and then that moment when his entire expression just changed because he could see like she was feeling depressed like when she she was just like i don't feel anything i i feel listless like i i i don't feel like i want to do anything i don't know why i don't he, she was just like i don't know why i don't know why I feel this way what am I supposed to do? And he had nothing to... 
the guy that had so much to say the whole time, suddenly he just had nothing to say. Like he's silent. But also, he's been helping everyone this whole episode realize things about themselves, about their behavior. And so it's like, I can understand him being like emotionally drained as well. And then this moment just like lands in his lap and it's just like, she's incredibly depressed. You could see from his face, like, I have no idea what to say to you. I, I, I can't, I can't solve this like the other ones. I can't, I've tried to make you happy. I've tried to make you feel better, but this... And I feel me. like it was one of those moments. It's like there's nothing you can say because she was just gone. She was too far deep into that, that depression at that point. It was just down. And all he could do was just watch and, and be there around her, but he couldn't say anything. No, he couldn't. He couldn't say. He, he definitely, like, it just pauses on his face, like, looking shocked like he he can't think of the words he must have felt so helpless at that time too because it's like he wants to make her feel great he wants to make her feel happy that that's what makes him happy and suddenly now you don't know how to make her happy yeah yeah no it's true i mean that's like the whole crux of his character is how it started because he was depressed and then she came into his life and he found happiness again. And now she's depressed and he doesn't yeah. know what to do about it. Then we have the next episode, ep- episode 11, which I've titled yeah. Depression. Because yeah. that's the whole episode. Oh my word, it gets Ooh, this, this, this is the heavy though. one. This is the one where she goes home and her dad like yells at her. Yeah. But then he can just he can just see. like It's also a case of his mood completely changes when he notices like, no, she's actually very yeah. depressed. And, and the dad, like he... Typical Asian dad, you know, he he thinks I'm a shout at her and shake her back into action. That that worked all this time and it's not working anymore. Like suddenly she's just broken. Like she's just looking at her dad and her uncle and she's just like, I I'm broken. I'm legit I'm legit broken. That's how Because uh she does the thing where she says, like, I wanna quit weightlifting and is like because he's, he's been yelling at her and then he goes like, whoa, 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 what? His whole attitude just changes and he's just like, he starts trembling almost. And he's like, what do you mean? Because this is a big deal. He's never had her want to give up like this before. He, I, he was shocked. And it took a toll on him and his health because his entire life is his daughter, you know. Like this poor guy, he's just like, I don't know what to do. Like, do I wait it out or do I shout at her? What what does she need to get back to being who she was? Side note, I wanted to ask you this because I'm confused about this. Uh, if you can mm. maybe give me an answer about her mom. Is her mom dead or did her mom That's leave? That's the thing that also confused me. I feel like her mom left. I don't think her mom died. That is what I also feel like I don't like think happened. her mom died because usually, like, if she did die then maybe the dad would have been more like, you would have seen maybe a scene where they have that annual thing with, you know, on the anniversary of the mom's death or something to indicate she's dead. But a lot of the times the dad kind of made like sly remarks about how the mom left, kind of. Yes, that's that's what I also picked up. And I thought, but but I'm guessing it happened when she was very young because yeah. she doesn't. This is this is never an issue in the story. This is not like with Namju where his mom left and it like it changed his yeah. entire life. This is like a thing that happened to her and she's just like, oh, it's just a thing. My mom just left. I don't know where and she it's is. Funny I don't care. you mention that because it made me think of something. How the dad handles depression is with anger and frustration. So I was thinking about it. When Kim got depressed, 
he handled it like that, right? I feel like the mom maybe had some sort of depression after having a kid and left. And that's why the dad has this... That, but that's just my theory. I feel like that that's why the dad has this kind of rage towards anyone having a signs of depression. Because he's just like, oh, here we go. Here we go again. It's happening again in my life. You're going to leave. You're going to give up on all the good things. And he reacts like that because of something that happened with him and the mom. I she declares she's going to go on break. They've arranged it with the, the university. She's going to go on a bit of a break for a moment. And the dad's like, you're not going to work here at the at dinners. You're going to do fun stuff. You're going to go enjoy yourself. Live a little. Here's some do money. all the things that you didn't get to do. Like all, and, and she, she's, she's trying. Like she's following a little bit, like whatever the dad says. But she's still, she's still mopey. But she's slowly getting there. She's slowly, slowly, slowly gets there. She, she yeah. makes a list about things she wants to do, which perks her up for a bit which is a nice little which gives us a nice little scene where she goes to the library and i don't know what she's doing at the library exactly yeah, what exactly was she studying that's what confused me too because they they're a sports academy okay like i don't i don't is there theory you're supposed to 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 know for, for sports and weightlifting I'm assuming they have to do classes at some point. You can't just do just sport because that's not going like, to teach you life skills. What they learn? Stuff. Like, do they learn about muscles? I just Maybe? have, I have no, no idea. Because that entire college, it's like, I, it's all just sports. <laughs> but it feels like she she went to the library to pretend study, and I'm like, why is that on your list? Who has ever wanted to pretend like, study? Did she maybe want to do something a little more academic and see how she'd pan out? I, I don't know. Maybe I, I th maybe that's what it is, because she also wants to learn piano. And I'm guessing that's considered more high-class okay, instrument. Okay, but how the hell does she think piano is played? Did you see her fingers, how it moved? It was like, child. She's bashing that keyboard. Like, how have you have you ever seen anybody play piano like that? She looked like Bugs Bunny in Looney Tunes when he plays the piano. Like, <laughs> she was so cartoony. She was. No, that was that was that was a bit of overacting from her part. That was, it was very really dramatic. Funny. But the scene where she goes to get like figure out about the piano lessons and the teacher's just like, "You're a bit older than what I'm used to, but this is how much it costs." And she's just yeah. like, "Yo." And then she decides to get a job. And my other freaking homeboy is there. My other boyfriend is there, Kim Jisoo. I'm like, yo! I forgot that Kim Jisoo was there. She gets a job just to pay for piano lessons. Like, that's a goal. Oh, this girl, though. <laughs> but that's basically, like, the, the this episode. Even though I called it depression, it's mostly lighthearted stuff of her getting a job. Doing a bunch of stuff that she wants. Craziest things I would say that happen is Jahi figures out that um, Jun likes Kim. Yeah. Which can... Okay. Okay. I'm gonna... Mm -hmm, I'm putting this hat on. He can figure that out. Right? But he can't figure out that she likes Wait, him. How oh, now he's a, now he's a fucking detective. Like, but you couldn't figure it out for yourself, though. The, the most clueless character in the show is something like, Huh, let me just... Let me just switch my head a little bit. Now I'm a detective. And like, it wasn't that obvious for Namju because here's the thing: they were friends for so long, right? They were all—they were still acting like buddies. He—he he didn't change his behavior at that stage so drastically that this doctor could figure it out. 
So I'm like, it was so subtle and you still figured it out for him. But yourself though, you just, who, she made it so obvious she liked you, but you were so daft. <laughs> it was a scene that made me go like, okay, we're just doing this to get the story moving along. But at the same time, it kind of conflicts with the fact that he's clueless. But uh, you know what's fine. We're moving the story. It's episode 11. And we need to we need to, we need need to, to sort of get rid of him. Yeah, we need to sort of get rid of Jahi as a, as a love interest, which we now have done. He's no longer a love interest for Kim. Because your boy's moving in. He's moving in on Kim. He's just like... How mm. strategic is he though? Like... He puts, he's like, it's like he's playing a game of chess because he even says, he's like, listen, I'll make my move when she's feeling better because now it's not the time. She's too sad. I'm a wait. Why this? Which I will say that most guys don't even yeah, do that. Most guys are like, listen, I sent you one text to make you feel better. Fall in love with me right now. Yeah. I know your dog died. But can we go to the yeah. movies next week? And this guy is just like, no, I will wait. The timing is important. I will give her her time. I really feel strongly about her, but I don't want to pressure her right now. So we'll just wait. The only thing is like that plan, because he was like going to wait. But then unfortunately, uh, your other your other guy came of into my... the picture and he instantly got Dude, jealous. Because, listen, she was hitting... I joke and I hit Dan with this line, but she was hitting the Opa line. We know that line. She's... She's like, oh, Opa, Opa. And I'm like, yo, Kim Jisoo, though. That's my boy right there. That scene was just too funny. Because like that's what made Namju impatient. Because then he suddenly sees this guy and he's like, screw waiting. I'm not waiting. I am not freaking waiting anymore. She's going to make Opa, Opa by Kim Jisoo. I'm going to say something right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then he says the best line in the whole series, which accurately describes me and a lot of people, which is she's friends with anyone who buys her food. <laughs> this is so me, though. <laughs> and then he loses his shit. And then he tells Kim Jisoo, he's like, no, I get panic attacks and rage outbursts whenever, whenever I eat food with strangers. Like, like what an excuse this boy came up with. Yeah. And then Kim Jisoo just gives him a hug like, I'm so sorry. You get that. Yeah, shout out, shout out to that guy because he's like super nice the whole time and he's not creepy. He's not hitting on Kim. He's just like he's friendly. So and this was like one of his first little roles. He ne For a long time, he did little roles like this until he finally got his big shot like a year or two later. Yeah. But every single time, I always was like, Kim Jisoo's not going to get the girl. My boy's not going to get the girl. Every single time. This was the start of, like, Kim Jisoo not getting the girl. And I was like, my boy. My boy. <laughs> oh, shame. You oh, but boy. I adore him so much. Like, <laughs> No, he's, he's great here. And, <laughs> oh, my word, the way, the way, <laughs> just, he pulls that face when he sees him. It's like, hey, <laughs> hey, what's happening here? I love seeing him jealous, though. It's the cutest he gets jealous so fast. <laughs> okay, it's cute here, but later in the season, it reaches a point of like <laughs> creepy. He they overwrote his jealousy a little too much, but to be fair, they also overwrote Kim's jealousy. They, they get both kind of you know what so we're gonna get into though, it. I don't like, wanna yo. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna get into it yet because that's a yeah. that's a big thing. But yeah, so this is the episode where the will they won't they finally get settled. 
he kisses her in the store in what can only be described as the staple of Korean drama, which is the awkward as fuck kiss. It is her face looks like she just got stabbed or run over by a car. And it's it's just the wide eyes. Facility, like just there. And I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, let me let me tell you something. I've worked in a storage facility before, back when I was in England. Two things. One, those are filled with people all the time. Two, they just stink. Can you imagine? I'm just like, and here's the thing. The way he does it, though, it's like the cart moves. I don't know who pushed the cart because I didn't see any of their arms moving at that stage. The cart just magically moves. <laughs> the cart was like, guys, I'm tired of being the third wheel here. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there's only four episodes left. We gotta rush it along. Come on, come on. The cart, the cart has a producing credit and screenwriting credit. The cart credit, deserves okay. an award for best supporting actor. Because if it wasn't for that cart moving, I don't know when this was gonna happen. And then, and then just yeah. now you goes like, I like you're not just my friend, Smooch. You're my special friend. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. Which that's more confusing if you say that. If you say that to someone, you're my special friend. It's like, so best friend? If you like what does that mean? Kiss me and you say I'm your special friend. I'm going to sit there so damn confused. I'm going to be like, wait, yeah. so like, w- w- best friends kiss each other on the mouth? I, I is, this, is this a Korean no. thing? Is this a culture thing? Because I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> I just want to start a quick segment I like to call Dan's Relationship (laughs) Advice. So, welcome to Dan's Relationship Advice number one. If you're friends with someone of the opposite sex, don't don't do that. Don't just kiss them randomly. That's especially if they have no clue that you have feelings for them and you just kind of pop it in on them. That's not cool, bro. Or sis, don't do that. But you know what? I did after seeing that kiss, right? I was talking to someone, right? This person, they lived in Korea for a little bit, right? And they were telling me something about sometimes, like it's a patriarchal society, you know? Like, so then I was like, I was trying to understand why these kiss scenes happen, where it's like, it's like forced upon her, and it's like, oh, okay. So they're used to the dudes asserting some kind of dominance. Like, I'm like, okay. But it's weird because, like, in the K-drama, it takes that weird, awkward, cringy-as-shit kiss and magically she starts considering it. I'm like, people need to realize that don't happen in real life. Because try that with me, I'm going to kick you. (laughs) That's why I call it the awkward as fuck K-drama kiss. Because, I mean, you sent me a compilation once of a bunch of them and I'm just like, oh my word. They're oh all God, this awkward. Oh, kisses, though. Like, oh, I die. It's literally like two faces just mashing against I each die. other. No, it is It is very awkward. But yeah, so they kiss. And then he confesses to her. And she's just like, you're fucking crazy. No, this is weird. And she sort of storms off. But he wants, but he, but he wants, he wants a trial date. That's funny. He, he just went like... I'm going to be not an antivirus. Your 30-day package. <laughs> Do you want to renew your license after 50 days? Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. I'm going to use that line. I'm going to be like, listen, listen, hear me out. You might just like me after a 30-day trial. Just try it out for 30 days 
and let me know if you want to renew this contract. <laughs> but the thing is, that's just dating. That's just normal dating. You date someone for a while and you're like, mm, do I want the full package or like keep yeah, using the demo? Yeah, but he just said it. He straight up said it. I'm going to give you the exact timeline one month. One month. Like, I feel like I'm going to do that from now on. I'm not even going to love that. I'm going to be like, listen, let's try it out for 30 days and discuss. <laughs> And then we'll sit there, like, just like how Dan writes his K-drama notes, I'm going to sit there with the book, like, listen, Kyle, I really like the way you like pizza. I hate that you like it with pineapple. I don't think I can do this anymore. Then he makes that declaration. And then he immediately does something creepy, which is go through her <laughs> And he sees the little picture of his brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's just... Oh, he's just like, he's like, no, no. I love, though, how he has two switches where he tells people all very cool, like, I'm better looking than her. I really don't think, you know, I really don't think she's my type, blah, blah, blah. But then there you go raging over a little shove of your brother. Who yeah. can't even handle a hair clip that she wore for his brother, like... Oh, oh no! Oh my word! That scene! No, no, that's later. But yeah, so so he, um, yeah, so he goes through her wallet. He finds a list of things, and he's like, "Ha ha! Attack plan! Initiate! We're gonna we're gonna do the things on her list." So as dates, my my boy. Yeah, and also in this episode, we go back to the ex who is having the worst few days. Really, her story is just depress depressing, like oh, completely. God, her story. It's like. Her parents are divorcing. Her sister ran away, but her sister also hates her because she blames her for the parents yeah. divorcing. And they live in this like one bedroom kind of flat. Yes. And she's dating and she's dating another guy, but he I don't know if it's this episode, but he catches her purging because she purges now because of all the eating she does. And he leaves her for that because he's just like, that's the last straw. Even though I don't know, I feel like there's plenty of lost straws with her because she's been pretty mean to but him like, the whole that time. Was, that, that was the last straw. He was just like, no. That that was weird, though. I felt like they just wanted to tie that boot in really quick. That's what it felt like to me. It felt like a bit too quick. But then also she... There, there's stories of a ghost wandering the, yeah, the dormitory. So and it turns out it's just her. That was pretty. <laughs> yeah, so it turns out the ghost is just the ex who is has a problem with sleeping pills which is making her sleepwalk and eat all the food yeah. in the fridge yeah and kim catches her at the end of episode 11 and it's just like her face is just like what what is and happening like, that can i just say one thing about this last few episodes though like the ex though i knew she had problems but we only saw 10 percent in the first eight episodes and then suddenly i felt like i was being attacked like let's give her angry parents let's give her a sister who's pissed and starts running off with a bad crowd let's give her a dude like that doesn't like her so much and has problems and then it's i was like wait a minute wait a minute how much devastation can this one poor little gymnast handle at once because you you know why and i'm gonna okay so the whole thing with the gymnast is the first half of the story she is basically yeah. an antagonist she is in the yeah. way of everything 
And then the second half, they were like, well, she's not an antagonist anymore, but we still need to have her be a character. So we're just going to put it in the pressing things, but yeah, we're going to make I, it quick, which is the thing that bothered so me. So quick. Because, because there's literally a scene in one of the episodes where she goes to, take, goes to get her sister yeah. back from the bad crowd. She goes to where the crowd is. She sees like a few of them sitting outside. She goes to a door. Next scene, she's outside the building with her sister at a taxi. I'm like, how did she get her sister back? What did she do? Because they skipped so much. Child went into a crack house. <laughs> I don't know what I thought I was on crack. I was like, wait. I I even went back. I, I like rewound a bit. I was like, I wait. Wait, what happened? And I'm just like, this poor girl. Like, she has nobody. She has no friends. She has no family. And, like, as much as I didn't like her, I didn't want that for her. That was too much. That was just too much for one character to deal with. I was just like, no. She's got, like, shitty teachers. She's got shitty uh, colleagues. She's got a shitty family life. I'm like, can she catch a break? Like, can she catch a break? And, And her ex hates her okay for good reason but like and your roommates with the girl that your ex possibly likes like and your roommate hates you now yeah and the nicest roommate in the world ends up hating you like wow wow and your roommate gets all her friends coming over and eating pizza and chilling and they're happy and you have nobody she does improve later on she gets like i feel like she gets the most like she gets a decent ending it's not mind-blowing for dramas like these usually it's like there's like big endings for the characters like in the future but her ending is basically the ex's ending is just like she's happy with herself and where she is in life and i'm like that's so understated that i actually yeah. like it it's like it's like she didn't i'm glad they didn't make it cheesy like she falls in love with someone like you need to fall in love and that that's how you end up happy out of all the characters, a lot of characters get like very unfulfilling endings in my book, except for the main characters. But hers, I felt like that was a good, considering how much she's dealt with. It's good yeah. that she's just happy. Like That's I, enough. I low-key hoped for more of a, the family to be more happy thing. But I guess we kind of got it when the mom and sister were crying over her at hospital. But like, I knew that wasn't going to happen dramatically because we only had like two episodes left. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Yo, her story just ran out of time completely. Like, they were just like, okay. It was like, you know, write an English essay. And and you're like in fifth grade. Fifth grade English essay. And you have to conclude it in the end. And you're just like, okay, let me just give everybody a good, happy conclusion quickly. Just to end this essay right now. It was like that. It was like, okay, and then everybody was fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But then... We reach episode 12. Okay, but first off, I know a lot of people are going to be like, wait a minute, this is not the format you did last time. Firstly, what format last time? We just spoke a bunch of stuff. And I feel like, let's have a format this time where we go episode by episode. See, I am the wild card and Dan helps guide the conversation. That is how we roll this part. You, you bring up good points and we bring up good points but it's good to have a structure See, which if is it what was we're just me here. there'd be no structure dan helps control the flow like you guys <laughs> this wouldn't be a podcast if it wasn't for both of us to be honest and episode 12 is called excessive hand grabs because that's what this whole episode what? is about 
you might want to reduce the volume when we talk about episode 12 because I'm going to be screaming. I'm going to be screaming. So episode 12 starts with the whole X thing, her finding the X and she goes, she confronts her about it, but the X just sort of ignores it. And that situation is just resolved really quickly. And your boy, I'm just going to keep calling him your boy because that's funnier to me. And But it's slick as ever. Slick. We should just, I'm going to just start calling him Slick. Slick Jun. Where he just, he does, he does the trick where he just grabs Kim, spins her around, it's like, what's that? And then throws her wallet back in her backpack. That and I'm boy. like, oh, that's slick. That's how, how, that how would boy. you figure that out? He is smooth as hell. Like that guy. I, I cannot handle him in this, this entire episode. I just, I can't. Oh, my word. No, but he, oh, but yeah, so then they have the, the, um, the trial get date gets set up. Also, we get a nice juxtaposition scene here again, because we talked about it last week, the difference between the ballet classes and yeah. the weightlifting yeah. classes, where the ballet classes is like the teacher going, you better not eat, you better not do this, do that. You need to like keep your regimen and it's all seriousness. And the weightlifting cl- cl- classes is just like, go have fun, enjoy yourself, yeah. do what you want to do. And the, and the You've it's been like gaining supportive. enough weight. Like, you need to gain more weight. Go eat this. Go eat that. <laughs> like, it's the best. Oh. But overall, just very, very supportive compared to the, the ballet. So I feel like the writers of the show might have done ballet. And they're very vindictive towards mm-hmm. ballet people. Because mm-hmm. that's what it, they do not paint very ballet in a good light. Very snarky with these gymnastic ballet types. Like, very, very snarky. Like. Oh, you have to be thin, but these guys have fun. Especially later when they, uh, the corruption yeah. gets in, comes yeah. in at the ballet re- rehearsals. Or not rehearsals, like the competition. It's the big episode where they go on their first trial thing. <laughs> I love how it's just like, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go to the park thing that you want to go. And she's just like, I don't want to go to the park. That's for kids. And his face, just as he's like, but, but it was in your book. But he can't say it. Is, made me laugh way too loud. I love how she, because she's nervous about this whole dating thing, she still says, okay, let's bring all our friends. I just, I would have done the same thing. I would have done the same. That is such a move I would have been like, okay, but like, you know what? All my friends want to come. Let's bring your friend too. Literally all the friends, including his friend as and well. It's a wave of just cock blockers coming in, and he's just like, "God damn it!" His face is just like, "Fuck!" He's so annoyed. Damn it! This is not what I wanted. He was so annoyed, and the whole thing of wearing those headbands where he's the devil and oh she's the angel, because he was he was legit going devilish on. He was like, "I'm skipping." And she's yeah. like, oh. He just rips the headband off his friend's head. And it's like, no, I want that one. He's jealous. Just so he can look cute. though. He's in a bad mood for like half he's the so date. pussy. He's just like, oh my God. And I love how he's so strategic. He's like, I will hold her hand. I will hold her ha- I will hold her damn hand. Like whether she likes it or not. And again, this is again a case of how is nobody picking up on this? He's taking pictures of her the whole time. Everyone's taking pictures of the fireworks, but he's just taking pictures of her and no one notices it. a bunch of kids, those friends, especially the dude. The dude is just like, I'm so happy, guys. He's like on a sugar rush. I don't know what's wrong with him. 
I love that and guy. He's so happy. Like, he just wants to hang out with people. He just likes being around. I want to know what energy drink he drinks because that boy is on something. <laughs> he is. He's high on life. Live, that love, guy. laugh. And they're all in their own world. And Namju is just like, I will slip my hand in a pocket mm-hmm. while the fireworks are going off. That's how I make my move. That That is the new put your arm around her in the movies. Just like So nobody can see it in the pocket there. Nobody. He's, he's sly. I know. He, he does insane stuff, which leads us to another Dan's advice corner for dating. Hey, guys. Listen up. So you like a girl. And you want to be in a relationship with that girl. Let me tell you something real quick. You grab her hand. <laughs> Dramatic hand grasp for the win. Fail the first time? That's you fine. Grab trying. it again. You keep <laughs> grabbing her hand. Because if you grab her hand enough times, you activate a switch and that makes a heartbeat faster. I love her face when he grabs it, though. She... Oh, I, I made a specific note on her face. He broke her face. She looks like you shot her pet donkey or something. Like, she's just like, what? She's like, no. This is part of sort of like what breaks her because she does kind of realize like, oh, he's actually cute. He's cute she's as like, fuck. Oh, what took you so long? Like, he... <laughs> How do you not realize this boy was damn cute until... It's like her eyes were in her palms or something. Like, that's the only way she could see yeah. when he... Holds her hand. Yeah, her heart is in her palms. Because he, he grabbed her heart. And he just look. I like how he subtly takes her picture. Quotations. Subtly. So subtle. You know, like... I mean, he pulls the biggest smile I've ever seen anyone pull on this show while he takes a picture. And she just looks at him like... He has such stop. a naughty smile, too. It's like a little kid. The, the, even the kid that plays him looks exactly like him. They got that same naughty big grin and he has the smile okay but the kid the kid smiles in the way i can only describe a serial killer smiling it was the scariest thing i've ever seen because he's got this giant smile just as he's watching her eating and i'm like is he is that a feeder is he a feeder i think that's that's him he's always been that way he's like i'll feed you and grin (laughs) yeah oh my god that is a feeder he's like that's what i do that's oh my word. He's like, I want to watch you get fed. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> that sounded filthier than I intended. Yeah, no, it did. It, it, um, no, no, that's, that's, we're on the wrong road. But like, he's always giving her f- and like grinning, like she's eating the food. <laughs> it's like when you find a stray cat and the cat eats the food you give it, it's like, yes! The cat likes me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gets the girl. He gets <laughs> that is exactly. That is exactly. I mean, yeah. But yeah, so... So the trial date was a success. Even though he got cock-blocked every foot of the way. No, oh, but how cute was it when they were drinking shake or whatever and they just said each other, Oh, that scene! That was so smooth. And he just like... But he, he's just like, here, drink your milkshake. And then she goes and he's just like, whoosh. But I want to ask you something. They had to yeah, slow-mo it. drink a milkshake? Because I always hold a cup. I don't understand how people just drink yeah. it without having their hands on the cup. Wait a minute. 
You're telling me you don't put it in the middle of the table and lean over the table awkwardly right? to suck on it. Like, how weird was that? How freaking weird I mean, was that? That was super weird. Was but like, it worked. Is is this it's, how they drink milkshakes in Korea? I, I don't... Huh? I gotta hold the cup. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hold the cup too. Because if I do that, you know what's gonna happen? I'm probably gonna knock over the cup, exactly. cup off my giant like face. I, I don't have the coordination to do that. And I would die. Listen, if Namju is across the table and I have to drink my milkshake like that and make eye contact with him, things are gonna get spilt. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna exactly. be choking on that milkshake and probably spraying it all over him. I don't know how you make eye contact for that long without laughing. I, I, I can't. <laughs> it was awkward as hell, but it was cute. But it worked. And now they're like, they're and being all cute together. And that scene was just iconic. Like that scene is like everybody's paper for K-drama. But then what also happens this episode is um, uh, Sion Uk. I'm very bad with the names. I apologize, but like her short hair friend. I tr- again, I try to rec- oh, I try to memorize friend. the names. Yeah, well, not in this show, but like yeah, IRL yeah, in, in real life. Uh, the IRL hot friend uh, went back to her family, but she didn't come back to. She, she didn't come back to school. She's working at the Kim goes to go see her, find what's happening. She's working at the family house because her family doesn't believe in her basically as a for weightlifting and she doesn't believe in yeah. herself so she doesn't want to do it anymore she just wants to work for the family but she clearly looks miserable she does yeah. not want to be there and this was set up actually because we had that conversation about earlier she said the whole thing she works for her family and she's not very proud of it the fact that she works in like the hotel industry in and that whole scene too was also awkward because kim felt awkward and left but it was important because she made she explained to Kim just how lucky she is because she has a dad who supports her. She has a bunch of friends who support her, and now she doesn't want to weightlift anymore. And that was magical to me. It wasn't even the boyfriend Namju to make her come back. It was in a very great part. It was the friend to make her realize you have a lot of things that you're taking for granted. Even though Kim was sad for good reasons, there was also a few reasons she was just being. I mean, she is 21, so I'm not going to say she's... Okay, so childish yeah. about yeah. things. She she took things a little too out of proportion, but it makes sense. But now she... Now after seeing her friend and seeing her life and like how much she has, she sort of gets appreciation so much, for weightlifting She has so again. much more to be grateful for. Like her dad from episode one, her dad and uncle will not switch the TV to any other channel. They want to see Kim do well. They, they're so supportive of her. She has... She's surrounded by love. Like, everywhere she goes, she's surrounded by love. And, like, I think this this friend doesn't have that at all. No. No, none of that. Also, this episode, which is very important, Mm -hmm. is the dad has an episode, which he gets sick from the dialysis, and uh, he's reached the point where he just needs a new kidney. Again, more ugly crying, but also this was a very sad scene for me, is where she... She mm-hmm. goes to the house to go get her dad's clothes. And then she finds, like, the insurance papers for uh, if the dad were to die, what she would get. And she gets, like, his clothes and stuff. And she just starts crying about the fact that she doesn't care 
about this money. She just wants her dad to still yeah. be alive. And then she calls him and has like a whole conversation about with him about it. And he's just like, he's just calm and saying how he wants her to be happy. Well, and it's, then it's they a very, were it's both nice apologizing scene, to each other. That was, she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. And they just, it's so sweet. Like, I that scene though. Oh my gosh. No, it was a really good scene. It made me tear up a little bit because I'm like, oh. damn. Okay, it's very sad. It's it's, but it's oh, man. No, they they had like a good conversation about, her. and this is all about her. This episode is just about her comeback as much as well because it's between that and like she realizes how much her dad's cared for her with the mom leaving and everything, thanks to talking to a friend and what happened to yeah. her dad. And yeah, that's that's why I wrote the note like her mom left question mark. Because I think he says something along the lines of after she left. And she never felt the void of not having her mom. Because her dad really, her dad filled that role. Her uncle filled that role. They did the best. I, I think they did the best they could. Yeah. This leads to her coming back to weightlifting, which makes everyone super happy. Yeah. Including herself. She's just like, she's just in there lifting weights and everyone's like, what? She just You're needed back. to recharge. She but she didn't have time to do anything else. She she needed she needed something to reset. Yeah, it was yeah. good for her in the end. But we also need to talk about two things that happened this episode, which has led in the previous one. The uncle, her uncle, and the oh, coach. Oh yeah, how was that? Start like getting drunk and dating. Well, the coach kisses him while she grabs yeah. him in another awkward as fuck K drama kiss. Like, yeah. And then he still has feelings for the other coach, though. And I'm just like, why? Yeah, this is, again, a story which, like, it was built up. And it just, they just ended it. But they didn't end it very well, which I'll, I mean, I think, yeah, it's like, it's like the second last episode I'll get into. Like, yeah, that was one of the things I wasn't with. happy about. But we'll get into that. Kim says to, at the end of the episode, oh, no, wait, the other thing that happened, sorry. Uh, Sahi has, like dinner with his friends and his ex shows up and that is a very very awkward weird scene as her ex, as his ex shows up with her husband oh yeah i think it's oh, her husband crap. that was one of the short loose ends they were tying and i was like oh that guy and mm-mm. that that ex was a problem and a half Oh my word! Because she still she still has feelings for him, but she's still staying with her her husband slash boyfriend. But this guy is abusive. Such a douche, though. Horrible douche, and he just gets decked in the face. I was so happy for that. I was like, yes, finally, you got some backbone. I think everyone was like, yes, look at that. He's doing a thing. I like how everybody at the table is just like shook, but also like he kind of deserved it though. <laughs> they, they were all like shook, but low key like yeah, nodding. Yeah, like, that's mm, what you yeah, get. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. They should have cut. They should have cut to one of the people like on the table just drinking their beer, going. Yeah, that would have been awesome. They'd be like, "Good job, nice, to got some backbone." That story with his ex, she doesn't show up again. It, it becomes a thing where his friend basically tells him like, "You still have feelings for your ex," and he's like. Eh, not really, but I feel like he does, and it's just very confusing. He's not thinking about I it too much. I felt a bit bad for the friend. Like, ugh. Oh my word, this poor woman, she's just like, I... Yo. She was low-key ready to be a rebound. She's just like, you know, 
I'm yeah. trying to shoot my shot multiple times, boy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like it was a giveaway last year when, for Halloween, she came as a trampoline. <laughs> I didn't expect Dan to throw that line at me now. Oh. That was, that, that was my terrible oh, rebound joke. Oh, Dan, that actually hurt physically, man. <laughs> <laughs> I felt physical pain because you just... You threw it so fast and so randomly, and I just like it hit me, and I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> oh, a new segment. Dan throws dad jokes at me. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! But then the episode ends with with Namju and Kim standing in the snow. And Kim says, you know what? I think I'll keep I you. I like how she kissed him. So though. they're that dating. That was funny because she kissed him a few times. Like, I just need to check. Yep. Okay. One second. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I do yeah. like you. I like you. And then he just goes for a proper kiss. He's yeah. just like, he's, how cute. How cute was his face, though, at that moment? He looks like a giddy little oh, kid. Oh, he was so he's happy. Like a giddy kid. No, he was just like, yes. Take that, Kim Jisoo. Awesome. He was just like, in your face. I got to I like to imagine he went to the guy the next day and just like, ha, ha, ha. And the guy's just that like, guy's I have no idea like, what's oh, going on. Oh, this must be one of his outbursts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is he okay? <laughs> no, he's not. So, now we have to go. Okay, so episode 13. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to get into much, but I called it New Couples Suck. Yep. Because I hate episode 13. <laughs> with a passion. Oh, uh, they literally took these two and they turned them into that obnoxious couple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, that new couple where they won't leave each other alone. And, like everything is to and they're do like about being cute. Them. Like every, all the friends have their problems and they're trying to talk to them. And all Kim is thinking about is that boy though. That boy. Same. All he's thinking about is that girl though. And when they're together, they're like being obnoxious to the point where people see them. And it's just like, like uh, the hell's that obnoxious couple? Their hands are being held under the table. And until, of course, she kicks him. And that was funny as hell. No, because, okay. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to share a little, it's not too personal, but things about, so uh, I used to date this girl. I'm unfortunately one of those idiot people who, when they start a relationship, I'm very, I'm very, I do that thing as well, but not anymore as much. But I used to grab her hand all the time. And at some point she'd be just like, stop it, we're in public. Stop grabbing my hand. And then I'd like hug her and stuff like that. And, and she was visibly annoyed by it every time. And obviously everyone around, I was like, ah, oh, new couple. Okay, we'll just avoid, we'll just avoid the new couple, Timmy. Did she punch you too, Dan? Did you go flying across the room? Did she... Did she injure you, Dan? <laughs> Maybe multiple times. Oh man! But they have. Oh my word! They're so annoying in this episode. I'm sorry, but they have. They have this incredibly stupid fight about a hairpin, where <laughs> he basically. I mean, I get what it's about, but he basically pulls off a small chunk of a hair. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh no, they're gonna he be this couple. Know how to play where they're perfectly, that. they're perfectly yeah. rational people yeah. until they're together. And he doesn't know how to play fight with her. He, he, she's brutal. No. He doesn't see her as like just a girl. 
Like he's slowly starting to see as a girl and he just yanks her hair. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It is. It is. Oh my word. He just yanks a piece. He's like, no, take this one. Take the lady. I think it's a ladybug. Take no, this one. No, but the looks first move you. he did was funny as hell. Take a pig because you're a piggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's annoying. She did tell him though. She did tell him, like, you can she still did. call me Chubbs. She did. We but don't, then she didn't realize we don't want things she to be, to be changed. seen as a girl and not as a piggy. That's, that's why they fight. In the middle of the episode, they have a fight about the whole thing as well. It's, where it's like, listen, okay, I know we were friends, but I, I do want to be seen as not the way you're treating me now. He forgets that so easily. He's like, whenever she's mad, he's like, oh, you, 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 you're fatty. Who's your fatty? I would punch the shit out of him. I would, I would legit hit him. I would be like, with good, with, with, with good reason. I would with hit him. Be, can you imagine? Like, especially when you like someone and they just see you as a piggy. Who's a little piggy? I, I would go. I, I would lose my shit. <laughs> oh, but how about is he, though? Like, immediately when he, he doesn't want her to have that hairpin, he takes her to the store. He's like, let's buy another one. Let's compromise. I'll buy another one. <laughs> oh, man. That scene just made me go like, oh, God. Early early couple fights. I hate these. And I hate I hate new couples. I hate new couple Especially fights. Especially new the worst. couples that were friends. Because that's just an awkward dynamic and you have to switch. I don't... I, well, I do know some couples who used to be friends. But it's it's usually like a weird yeah, switch they got to do. And obviously they have to change the way they act around you and each other. And it's just like... It's a weird transition the that no one likes. I was doing when they were texting each other goodnight. I was like, okay. Oh, my oh. word. And they were kicking their feet. And they were like, ah, ah. They were just having like little screams. She was in the bathroom with her friend. And she's not paying attention to the friend. Because, oh, new boyfriend. I'm like, okay. My bitter single ass. The friend is just like, did you get an extra piece of beef in your soup? Is that why you're so happy? My bitter single self was so annoying. Same, like, same. Ugh. No, that's that's the great. That's also the great thing about new couples. And when I say great thing, it's like they're the 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 more single you are, the more obnoxious I know. they are. They're so annoying. They are. Ugh. This episode, not a lot happens. They they basically they do the protest thing for the coach who was fired. Which this protest leads to a lot of loose ends just getting tied up. Uh, firstly, Sion Ok just it- comes back. She said she ran away from her mom, but she's back for the rest of the show. It never they never talk about it. It never gets resolved. She's just like No, she's just back. She's back at the dorm. She graduates at the end of the year. She comes back and I'm like, yo, she is a survivor though. I don't even know where she went, how she lived, what she did. She just comes back like, I'm fine. No, but she says like the whole thing. My mom looked away in the supermarket and I ran away. I'm like, wait, excuse me. You just ran back and you finished it your year. The, is your mom still looking for you at the supermarket? Like what a trooper this girl is, though. Like, she just randomly just runs away, does everything she has to do, and then she's like, hey, what's up? But this is, again, part of the, the, the series going, like, we, we need to resolve. It's done. It's over. Story's done. Cool. I guess who's back. Also, the, the coach Sean comes back. back. <laughs> the coach is also back now. The professor, he gives like this whole speech of like them protesting. He screams at them and he like, he tries to move them back. 
and everything is like it's not gonna work but then the pro and at first i thought like is this show saying protesting is bad but then the protests worked and the coach comes back and like oh no wait the show says protesting is good funny was how unnecessarily melodramatic that scene was everyone's screaming and the coach is like i will definitely i will react like this if you protest and they were like don't react like that. and they're rolling on the ground and they're all crying and it's like and the entire protest was so dramatic. Like the one guy who had diabetes, right? Bowl cut dude. I don't even I don't don't even tell me what his name is. I don't even care. Right? Bowl cut dude. He gets diabetes and he has like his whole hypoglycemia, has to go to the infirmary. Like everybody's getting sick. Everybody's de- like it's so dramatic. And then they're rolling on the ground and then one phone call. It's fixed. It's fixed. No, this this whole episode is just like we gotta tie up loose ends. We we have the whole thing of like the uncle saying they're dating, but then they're not dating. <laughs> the, the uncle and the coach they're dating, but then they break I up. Felt the next so scene for him there, but then at of. least he gets Sprite girl or whatever she was drinking. That oh, girl. God, was... Oh my. Okay, well, I need to talk about that girl because. Dan, have you ever fallen in love with someone while you just watch them drink Sprite like? Happened to me with J-Hope from BTS, like... <laughs> I'm I'm just going to say, like, if this story went on for another season, that uncle would have been found like, dead. That uncle. That girl is a serial girl, killer. Like, I was like, yo, she just came out of nowhere. She came out of nowhere. She instantly fell for him. They instantly started dating. She got him drunk. She got drunk. And she was just like, let's go bang. And I'm just like, what the hell is <laughs> happening? Who is this girl? She came like a meteor. Like, she's just like, yes, I am here to fill that void in your life with chaos, my dude. Hello. Yeah. No, but she she is chaotic. She's just like, oh my. She's also, I mean, she opens the beer bottle with her hands, which is like, oh, she, the uncle likes his, 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 his tomboys, basically. He likes his tough girls and stuff. But this one is just scary. Like, she's look scary. At the, the, the contrast. So you got Namju. Who the minute he hears it snowing runs after his girlfriend with a bunch of jackets and medicine and hand warmers and he's so careful and delicate about it and then the uncle gets this girl who's just like i will wreck everything let's do something wild let's not even care about life and responsibilities i'm like she was the anti namjoon yeah and namju also he puts the the feet warmers on Kim's feet and everyone's watching. I'm like, the hell's that? Like, oh, they're just friends. And I'm like, I like pigtails though. Pigtails what? is so me because she's just standing there jealous and she's like, I wish I had a friend that. <laughs> I wanted her to have the happiest ending. That girl was me. I don't care what anybody says. That girl deserved the world. Like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> standing there like, Oh, okay. I want a friend to give me hand warmers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's no, it's great that one. But yeah, that all gets um, resolved, and then at the end of the episode, they they walk in at the the university, and then the dad sees them, and he pulls a face, which I can only describe Ew. as like like him going, "What?" I even texted Dan. I was like, "That scene gives me goosebumps of like, yo." You do not want your Asian dad to catch you with PDA. I was like, even though I watched this the second time, I still got goosebumps. I was like, yo, yo, yo. 
No. He's gonna kill Namju. No, just... Oh God. Which leads into episode fourteen. What's a little sex right. talk among friends? That whole scene was pointless. The dad didn't even see them. He he just saw them from the back, and it's just like, I hope I hope I hope Kim would never do that with a boy. <laughs> Wink uh-huh. at the audience. <laughs> oh wait, before we move on, I have to quickly say something. This real quick. So the, the Namju's ex has like a whole thing where she lands in the hospital in the previous oh, episode, yeah. and he recommends to her. That she should see his oh, therapist. Oh, yeah. Th- we need to talk about one. This is the whole jealous thing. Yeah. she Because Kim gets jealous because she ends up seeing... Uh, she ends up seeing uh, the ex in the hospital with... Oh, yeah. That is what I... Oh, that... Uh, I thought it was the next episode. You're right. It is an episode 13. Yeah, Look at my notes. I was just thinking, I was like, was this 14 or 13? You know why I didn't... I didn't write it down because like I think I got annoyed at it because like fucking hell, yeah, another yeah, jealous. Yeah. I think the same thing. Jealous thing. thing. I was just like, oh, being so annoying at that stage. Yeah. Which is why I don't like the second part of the show. There's too much yeah. like oh jealousy yeah. as a plot thing, and I'm just like, don't do that. Come on, yeah. we can do better. I, I I feel like they had a good idea for a show, and then they ran they, out of they ideas. They just wanted to make it. They 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 overdid the cute jealous thing. Yeah. Mm. No, they did. But yeah, he tells him to go see his therapist, and I'm like, listen, if you're friends with someone, do not recommend them, if you're very close friends with someone, and a part of why you are the way you are is because of them, do not recommend the same therapist, because that's conflict of interests, basically. Because the therapist knows both yeah. of you, so that's bad. So if you have negative things to say about one person, like, you know, but I've met him, and he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> And that therapist sitting there like that. You, so, yeah. you, she bitched about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sit down, sister. Let me tell you and what he said. And he's probably gonna... It, it kind of affects how he, he manages your therapy, too. Because, like, there's gonna be a little bit of bias in his mind somewhere. And also, but the reason I bring it up is the therapist shows up in uh, the episode we're doing mm. now, episode 14. And he gives... And he says the stupidest thing... Where he says, you know what? Relationships are good for healing the heart. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Listen to me, people. If you have depression and you can't take care of yourself, a relationship is not going to fix you. Don't listen to this Again, therapist. Relationships, everyone. Listen to Dan. This is. But, like, the whole thing is like. I don't know who would even give credit to that therapist. I don't know what he did to even help. I still don't understand how he even helped at all. I just, I, I don't get it. No, I don't same. get what the therapist did to help. Like they were trying up? to go for that whole, he's that not so typical kind of therapist. They were trying to go for that vibe, but it didn't. They were going to be like, he's unorthodox, but like also he no. I mean, he's so unorthodox, he doesn't do anything. Exactly. He did nothing beneficial. Yeah. No, I agree. It is, he's a, t- a terrible, terrible therapist. Yeah, so the dad thinks it's a different group. We find out that your favorite character, Ball Cat Man and Woman, are I a couple. I was so annoyed by that. Listen, now. They found love. Like, I get it. You want happy endings, but it's, it's just like, okay, so now everybody gets someone. Everybody's getting so Okay, good. That's great. It's like so annoying. And I, this was peak after the whole, I don't know if it, actually, I don't know if it was after or before, 
Like the whole jealous vibe thing was happening with Namju and Kim. And I was already in that mood cuz I was like, "Okay, we get it. You're annoyed. He went to see his sick ex-girlfriend and you're getting jealous because all he said was she has a pollen allergy and Lord forbid he cares about anyone else but you." Um and then they go and say both the bowl cut people are now dating and I'm like, "Great. Great." Yeah. Right. which which causes the uh, the whole reason that happened is so kim's friends can be like if you're dating someone you're gonna tell me right we're not gonna keep it a secret right kim you'd never keep a secret about dating someone right right wink and i'm like oh she's lying to and her that's friends another again. thing like i didn't i get maybe waiting a few days or a little bit but like they're your friends go tell them you Yeah, just tell them. What was the big conspiracy? Like, was it a forbidden love? No, they were just all dating. No, I I think it's. I mean, they're trying to they're trying to again do that whole thing of like he is hotter yeah. than her. But it's easy to forget that unless they keep reminding us of us of, of reminding us about it through through dialogue. Because again, they're both very pretty. And I feel like they just wanted some conflict to happen in the last few episodes, like like when she had that zit. Oh my word that was nothing. And by the way, what is what was she wearing with the tiny little yellow Simpson hands? I was going to ask you that as it, it was a Bart shirt. There was Bart's face was on the shirt. But why does it have little Simpson hands on I, it? It wasn't even gloves. It just got in the way. Yeah, I mean the whole time like, what I think might have happened is you know when you go to some stores and they have like those shirts and like there's lining in them to show them what they look like right? hanging straight that's what it feels like it was and they never took and out the lining it didn't it flopped because it it runs over her hands it just flopped whenever she walked like i didn't understand how you can do like how would i write notes in class with this thing on my hand or how would i do anything it just and then for some reason the last few episodes her and pigtail went through a simpsons phase and all of them were wearing simpson clothes i think there was a sale in South Korea on Simpson clothes also she wore adventure time hat at some point there's like a few market marketing things there which just show up I was just like this reminded me of like when I was watching Goblin and they kept advertising for body shop cuz they were like let's promote the white musk perfume it's like we get it you guys like simpsons for some reason and like she was so unnecessary about that one zit i'm like No, she was. It was like it was. It was one zit. It wasn't even that big. I mean, they they acted like it was the biggest thing ever, but it was like boy it wasn't was so considered. It was like he goes, he gets medicine for her. I don't even understand how much of medicine he bought because that packet was pretty big. I, I it, no, it, it looked pretty heavy, and then he breaks into her room from the window, and he just sees her with the zit. And she's anyway. like coughing and sounding snotty on the phone. I'm like, that sounds okay for your boyfriend, but a zit, like, yeah, okay, all right. That I need to. Do. But then it just leads to the scene where she hides him uh, in the closet because the friends come over with pizza, and it's again like just more lying. All the lies. When will they like end? Like you didn't have to be so unnecessary. If you just told your friends the truth, and these were your hype friends, they would have been so happy that you were dating someone. You just told them, boy wouldn't have to roll under the bed, get crushed by pigtails, and so. 
boy almost died. Like he did. And then the ex has to help you hide the boyfriend. Escape. Like yeah. And then she thought she was getting laid briefly before that because she was like, "We shouldn't do this." And there was that weird kiss scene. That was exactly what happened because they were on the like, bed. I love how they just landed. Like every K drama, you gotta land perfectly on top of each other. Like, okay, there's quite a distance from the cupboard to the bed, but for some reason they landed on the bed. Please tell me there's a K drama where they do that, but someone lands like on <laughs> on the floor. I should actually see if there is one. And it's just like, ow! <laughs> I bet there is. I bet there is. I'm sure there is. I mean, it it feels that's the that's the thing about K dramas. It feels like even in this one, it feels like they are aware of what is the staple yeah. of the genre because they do sometimes make sly references to it. Like, why is it like I this? Love, but then they do it I anyway. Love so, how, like when uh, the the ex says no, she's suddenly tired. The bitterness in her friends at that moment. They, they don't even hide it. They're like, oh, okay, how petty are you? You're so petty. But did you notice before this whole thing happened, Namju was heading towards her cupboard, and I don't, I, I don't know if I missed something, but she didn't want him to look into the cupboard, like she was hiding something. I thought someone was already in the cupboard. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's gonna be the big twist of the show. Is, is, is Kim has like a bunch of like Olympic people. I thought I'd see like Kim Jisoo under there, like oh, nap. Like, <laughs> that would be hysterical. And then there's that awkward scene after that with the ex and the couple on the roof. Like, why are you going to punish the ex so much? Like, she's hurt enough, okay? You don't need to flaunt. You. Even she said, stop doing it. I'll get jealous. Like, can you stop flaunting your love? Yeah, but she says it in that way that she does, where she's just, like, blunt about it. Just, you know, She's not, like, being cute or anything. She's just like, yeah. stop doing it. With a so smile. And she just, with and a smile. Which feels like a mild threat. He goes and he does the little finger walk on her back and she's like, stop it, stop it. And I'm just like, I would, I, if I saw this couple, I would just punch them. No, they are the worst. As a couple, they are the worst. But what this leads into is my favorite scene in the whole show by far, which is where he gets pulled into a date by a double date by his friend. See, if you didn't lie, you wouldn't end up in this situation. Exactly. And then Kim finds him and she <laughs> and she gives what I can only describe as the the best the death stare I have ever seen. Oh, if looks could kill. And then she writes that she writes that note in English where it's like I'm going to kill you. Oh. Oh, oh, and he—you can see the dread in his eyes. It's like getting worse. He's like tapping his friends, like guys, guys, stop, 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 stop. No, because he he starts looking around like he knows she's around somewhere. I love how when the friends had to have a conversation, it was like their parents were getting divorced, and they she had to sit them down. So, guys, we're dating. Like, you could have just done this. I don't understand why you kept it a secret. I know they could have just done this and it, and it annoyed me but we did get that scene and then we did get after they explain it that they, where they take everyone out for meat and it's just the guys looking at the two girls eating basically the whole yeah, restaurant empty yeah. and then he has to go pay and he's just like I, 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 that's all my money that's literally all that my money that felt mo-. so bad though when like the two friends were like oh Kim's looking at us funny I guess we should stop eating like <laughs> 
<laughs> I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Like, first of all, those friends deserved all the food because you guys have lying. Yeah. Lying. Too many lies. You deserved it. And then the guy just joins in. He's like, yeah. I also want a plate. Get me a plate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. With his, with his happy smile about it. Oh, that was great. That's good stuff, yeah. No, it's. I mean, I can, I can get, I can get behind her friends and why they're so annoyed, uh, and want some recompense for all the shit they've been put through with the lies. Because this is not the first time she's lied. This is now the the second time she's she's getting married. She's lied to them tell about a big thing. On the day of the wedding day, by the way, I am yeah. married. No, no, yeah, the, kid the kid will show like, up. By the way, they got married. <laughs> Yeah, or she'll just be like, "No, it's not my, it's not my kid. It's someone else's," and she just hands yeah, she'll it to a random woman. Yeah, punch the kid or something. Like it'll go flying. Like, not mine. <laughs> we totally didn't get laid. Me and Nam, do you know? No, did not happen at all. But yeah, that's basically um, it. What happens for their relationship stuff? The rest of the episode, uh, Jai gets hurt by his friend who leaves. She just leaves. And she's just like, I'm not going to wait for you anymore. You're clearly not going to date me. So she just moves to another city or the countryside or something. And I'm like, that's excessive. If you don't want to be near someone. She just left Seoul. She's just like, I'm done. <laughs> it just, yeah. She's just gone. I mean, she does give that great line. I mean, he's like the thing. Do you want to go watch the opera? And she's like, I never liked the opera. <laughs> Or classical music. I never like classical music. And his face is just like... Why do you not understand? None of us like the opera. We were just there to get the D. Like... <laughs> you gave us nothing but opera. <laughs> she becomes vicious the moment she doesn't have to lie to him anymore about her stuff. She's just like, nah. Like... Low she's just, just I, no I mercy. I felt her energy. I was like, this boy was too much. Like... She threw all the signals. Like, at some point, you get fed up. At some point, you're just done. It's like, no, I didn't like the damn opera. I didn't like that. You bloody fool. I would just, like, I've I've shared in your, what the things you like. I like, never liked I would have been just as brutal then. If I had to watch opera and the dude still didn't pick up, I liked him. I'm like, peace out. I'm done. Screw you. Like, I... Imagine, imagine having to watch opera, Dad. You would also freaking, and you didn't get the D, and it, I, you would also leave the entire province, man. <laughs> I'm done with your ass. <laughs> like, I would no, like I felt that energy, man. That poor woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which leads us into Dan's relationship <laughs> corner, part three. Which this one's very important. If you don't like the things that your partner likes, don't lie yeah, about it. Because then you're going to be invested for life, man. Imagine. Exactly. But it's also fine to try out things your partner likes that you yeah. don't know. But then if you don't like it after trying it, tell the truth. <laughs> yes, because that just means you're going to have to be stuck with it. And then you're just going to resent it. Yeah. The truth will set you like, free. Dude, listen. I tried opera. Not my, not my cup of tea. You go... You watch your opera. I'm going to go play some video games. Have fun, boy. It's okay. I'll cheer from the sidelines of the opera. You cheer at an opera, right? 
You get those big foam fingers, yeah. the beer hats. You, you, That's you what just, you do in an opera, right? And the vuvuzela's like, yeah, opera. <laughs> Carmen, <laughs> woo! That's the only opera I know. I don't even know any opera, man. I'm just, like. That's where I'll give the speech. Like it's important that we each have our own hobbies. Go enjoy your opera. But I felt bad. Yes, but I want us to enjoy it together. No, no, no. You go enjoy it alone. <laughs> I felt bad when I saw him when she was looking out the window and he's walking away slowly. And I was like, this poor boy. He's so clueless. Like he he just needs guidance. He just needs to be told. Hey. He also needs an older brother. Yeah, he just needs to be told. Hey, fool. I like you, you dumbass. <laughs> but that's his whole strategy from then on. It's just like the whole time with her, he's just like, I like you. Can we just not, can we, can we and date? And he's just like, listen, I've waited so long he's for you. inspired by his brother. He's like, okay, listen, I got to do this now. I got to do this now. I cannot be the older one that's single while he gets a date. Like, no, 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 no. We're going to. I have a ribbon, damn it. That needs right? to be tied up. And then it got a bit depressing later. Was it episode this episode or the next one where Namju's mom shows up? It's, it's the, this one. It's this one. The end of this episode. It ends with 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 um. Is it well episode fourteen? It ends with the mom showing up and just rocking oh. everything. Which then leads into episode fifteen, Mommy Ooh. Dearest, which is also a very depressing episode for. So I've been talking about the issues with this episode now for a while, but like here is an, it's it's just the rush. Yeah. Everything just feels rushed yeah. at this point because the mom shows up and it's like this big big thing for him. Like all the emotions come yeah. back to the surface. He's like yeah. so happy to see her. Like he's waited so long to see his mom again. Finally, she's back. He can he thinks to himself he can have a relationship with her again. He can he can build it back up. He can spend time with someone he loves dearly, and. Then we find out why the mom's back, which is she just needs money for her other daughter surgery or not. So, I think like for medical expenses, Namju finds out about and because they're so stupid, they have the whole conversation about her money right outside his room. And I'm just like, OK, show you're running out of ideas at this point. It's ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. And he has a total breakdown to the point where I forget what he says to the aunt. He's like, like oh, he basically feel like you would no. bring some. Are you gonna go to heaven because you took care of me? Something. Like that. He he is incredibly mean to his aunt after this, and she hits him. She smacks him right in the face. It gets so dark. I I just kind of sat there. And watching it going like, oh, shit. The way he cried, firstly, when he saw his mom, I was crying. And I'm like, why did dad make me watch this? Why? I'm like, I'm sobbing. And then when he loses his temper at his, at his, his aunt, I'm still sobbing. And the way, th what pissed me off about the way this drama was ending, it was like, Okay, but this isn't Kim's problem, so we're going to end it really quickly. Let's fix him really fast. Let's do this. Yes. Oh, my word. Okay, so the rest of the, the half of the episode is him visibly upset, depressed, wandering around like, like she did. But like, man, he has reached a breaking point, I would say, 
because this has been something he's been yeah. dealing with his whole life and he's just he doesn't know what to do any further he is completely numb and then but, but with all that happening we have we're cutting to the new girl who falls for the uncle which is tonal whiplash to next level because it's just a comedic scene uh kim becomes a national athlete and she gets interviewed but she's looking for him the whole time and then she thinks about him and so she goes searching for him running out of an interview which you go girl get your man and i was like she it's like she's getting all the good things now she's getting all the, the offers and blah 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 and this poor boy who had legit ptsd from his mom's abandonment he's just getting all the bad stuff at once and i'm like Yes. Everyone's looking for him. No one knows where he is. And the funny which, thing is, yeah. he's still efficient at finding Kim. She's not as great at, at finding him. She takes a while. She's struggling. She's just like... She's late. And I'm like... She's late to all the places that he like was he at. He set the bar so high because he cared for her so much that even though she was helping, I felt like it wasn't enough. <laughs> I, ju- I just felt like it wasn't enough. Like, this boy, like, runs and gets you medicine in the snow. He cares. He thinks so much. And I'm like, okay, I'm- your goals are important and stuff. But, like, this boy, come on, put a bit more energy into him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, to further prove to that point is she eventually finds him. He's in the pool at the university which makes sense because he had that whole speech about how calming yeah. he finds the water yeah. and safe. So it makes sense that he was there. He yeah. was on the beach first where he the socks are not socks. The shoes his mom gave him cut into his heels. So his heels are bleeding because yeah. they're too small, which again is led into from what happened earlier in the show when they were talking about shoe yeah. sizes and the fact that his aunt says the shoes are from his mom, but they're perfect size. And now he finally gets shoes from his mom. But it's too small. Yeah, because she doesn't know him at all. No, she doesn't. And she doesn't get to know him because her story gets cut short. But anyway, Kim finds him in the pool. She gets him out of the pool. She gives him like a whole... She's the whole pissed off at him. The whole was gone. Like, you'd say, yo, mm. fish yeah, out my boy now. magically. Yeah, she leveled <laughs> up. <laughs> what is so sarcastic? <laughs> But yeah, she miraculously swam and saved him. For love, okay? For love. She <laughs> learned to swim for love. But uh, she... Oh, man. And this part annoyed me a lot. Because it's, again, like, we need to end the show. So we need to solve this situation of him and his mom. So she just gives a speech to him like, You know what? You should apologize to your mom. And I'm just like... What? Right? I was so pissed at no. that. I was like, are you stupid or something? She abandoned him. He has a right to be pissed. Like, he has a right to be angry. And she only comes back for his uh, for her other kid. And then she says this, but Kim says this whole thing like, you know what? Every child is important to a mother. And I'm like, clearly not, because she like, abandoned him. Kim came with a naive Disney bulldust. Like, I was like, are you stupid? And... And he just goes with it and he's just like, yeah, I have to listen to you because I am yours. Yeah, right. I I have to listen to you because there's only two episodes left and the show is named after you. He's like, oh, please. 
if I was sitting there, I'd be like, you know what? You have every right to be pissed. Don't even bother about it. If you don't want to talk to her anymore, you don't want to talk to her anymore. Exactly. That's what I feel like. It's like, listen, no, this is not, this is not a good scenario. She didn't even send him letters or anything. And I mean, in the, this, this show takes place in like 2016, not even an email. I'm just like, and you just tell him, hey, forgive her for totally dumping your ass as a child. Like. He didn't even know he had a stepsister. Like what new family she had over. She was living happily. She was. She could take care of that kid. I'm like, no, I would be like, dude, it's okay. At least you got the closure now. You know where she is, what she's doing. You don't have to talk to her. Your aunt was your mom anyway. Like, please. No, it's. It, it also. Um, no, they, they ended so quick. And then he's like, you know what? I should. So he goes to meet her at like the, the airport. So she leaves again without even saying goodbye to him. And I'm like, he has to go find her. Oh, that stunt again. It's like, oh, it's fine. Kim said it's fine. Kim said, Kim <laughs> said it's fine. Uh, he gives her the scarf back. He talks to her. He says he forgives her, basically. And she shows him a picture of of the, the, the his stepsister. No, it's, yeah. not, it's like his half-sister. Yeah. Not his stepsister. His half-sister. And he's like, oh, she's cute. You should bring her over We're next time. We're just together with and my I'm just horrible like, mother. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could, they could team up. They could, they could right? become friends. Yeah, How and like, leave them all. I almost screw up even my swimming career because I couldn't swim properly because my mom abandoned me and caused trauma. This is, okay, again, this is my biggest issue of the show. It sets up this whole thing with him and his mom, and we get, like, a good growth of it with him moving over to Kim, but he's still dealing with it because he's still not doing things for him much. He's just doing things for her. And then eventually, I mean, he gets back into swimming better because of Kim, but instead of having the whole thing with his mom become, like, a uh, like the second half of the show as he deals with that, as Kim deals with her depression, it's literally an episode... No, it isn't. I was going to say an episode and a half. It's not even an episode and a half. It's half an episode. It's half an episode. She comes back the previous episode at the end. And then for the half of this episode, she's there. And then she leaves again. And that's resolved. Completely resolved. It never gets brought up again. She's not at the graduation. She doesn't send them anything for the graduation. It's it's done. We're then done I with this plot I thought there'd be line. a little bit of a montage. Him and her, like, sending emails. Hey, mom, this is what yes. I'm doing. This is what I'm doing now. How is, like, my sister, blah, blah. No. She's just gone. It is, it is again, it is a, it's a problem with they set up, they, they, they decided for the second half of the show to focus just on Kim, really, and her stuff. But they set up all these other characters and their plots. But then they realized time is an issue. Yeah. We need to get things done. But then they also added a bunch of, like, filler thingies, which didn't need to be there, like jealousy and lying and stuff if we've already she seen spent less time lying to her friends about dating they could have had more of a plot for him and his mom the thing with his mom should have been three episodes it's, like at least of him dealing like with the whole, it like i would have expected maybe bring the mom with you to the therapist you know something something yes work something out like have a conversation or maybe the whole family talks together with the mom the aunt the uncle the mom like, I thought the aunt will have a moment where mom, like, you missed out on a great boy. This is a beautiful son, blah, 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 or something. Exactly. And nothing, none of that happens. 
and it's it's very disappointing for me in terms of his storyline especially now because the second time i feel like i like him even more he's grown yeah. on me much more i would say he's a better character yeah. than kim but like it's just it feels wasted and to now me. too as an actor like when he cries he cries oh no he goes in like you needed time to process it when he cried and he saw his mom like damn but then um, he also apologizes to the aunt, at least. And he's just like, you're a great mom, is what he tells her. So that sort of is a little bit better. But the thing of his act with his, like, his biological mother is not... And what just, were they just eating? Were they eating boiled opinion. chestnuts? He gives his mom boiled... It looked like an onion. <laughs> it's probably like a boiled leek. I don't know leak. what don't that know. was, but that didn't look good at all. <laughs> he just gave her this brown bowl. And he's like, eat it while it's hot, mom. <laughs> I just... I'd have to go there to see. I have no idea what the hell that is. I was is. like, wait. So Kim gets nice food and sausages and your aunt gets that thing. <laughs> that just, thing. Okay. All right. I see how it is. But then uh, the rest of the episode is just like, um, Kim gets elected to train at a mm-hmm. different university. So she can compete in the world championship mm-hmm. in China, which, yeah, uh, she feels insecure about um, him leaving her for another pretty girl. So that's also a thing where I'm like, okay, come on, come on. We don't need this anymore. <laughs> we've, like, we've been through this. At this point, you should be secure. Like the boy really proved himself multiple times. Yes. Like, okay, at that point, she was older. Like you need a chill. The other thing that happens is the dad is hiding his surgery date because it's the same date as when she's comp- com- and competing. And behold, the dad, the uncle, and the boyfriend are all working so hard to make sure Kim is okay. What also happens is Jai goes to see his friend again and she shuts him down again. It's not... It's like... it's. I think he does it like three times he talks to her about this and she just shuts yeah. him down every time. And he's just like, you got to figure it out. Eventually he does, he does and... We get a good ending there. But yeah, that's basically what happens. One thing I did miss, though, from the previous episode, which is important, is the ex competes in a uh, uh, in a gymnastics yeah. thing. Why did I say I ballet? Guess- I kept saying ballet, but they're doing gymnastics. You didn't correct me. I was like, well, maybe it could be ballet. They had, like... I mean, they, was it's, at, they, was they had the railing. The, the railing, too. Like, yeah. That's why I kept I thinking like, maybe ballet. Maybe it's like a combo. I don't know. Because they had big dance. But the ex takes parts in like... The, the, the ex takes parts in like a competition. She gets good points even though she stepped outside of the, the area where she's yeah. supposed to perform. So then they're like, scandal, point fixing, da-da-da-da-da, corruption. And I'm like, bro, I'm a South African. Right? Don't talk to me about corruption. Right? I know what it's like. But then she just sabotages her whole ribbon performance. And like, if the ribbon was a microphone, she would have just dropped yeah. it and walked away. I've been like, that's a cool she ending. Did, she was just like, yeah, I'm peace out. I'm done. I'd rather teach. I'm, I'd rather be a better teacher than the ones I have. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, that makes yeah, that makes sense. That's actually a good point, you brother. Is why she's teaching because she's like, she had a terrible teacher, like a seriously terrible woman who was a teacher. Just yeah, she would be so much better with her students because she'd understand like things are expensive. Like let's make a plan. Let's do. This. Because later we we do see she's happy. At where she is right now teaching and like doing like living a more low-key life than what she planned out because she does give a speech she does give like the whole speech about like the pressure 
of all of it and like how it how it hurts you and we're all they're always rushing towards winning yeah and she can't handle it anymore person to like do those speeches too she she would be the best person to lead young gymnast honest yeah because she went for like a horrible time with all that but that leads us and now here we are the finale episode 16 which i call really not a great last last episode as much as there's a few things in it I like, there's a lot I don't like about it. I don't like that first <laughs> half at all. The lying. We're, we're back so to lying, lying again. And I'm just like, I, I literally, I remember when we watched this last year, I was pissed at this episode. I don't, I don't know if I told you. I think I did send you like the screenshots. We've gone through so much of this same lying shit. And to do it again for the finale. Doing it like, my God. I just, I just couldn't believe it. Like they were doing it again. It was pointless. It's wasting time. Like, listen, the only way they can do anything in the show is to lie about it. Like, and there's it no seems need that to way. lie about these things. None of those people will have a problem knowing the truth. I don't understand what was the point. of it. I don't either. I don't. It's again. It's they're lying about the dad's transplant. Kim thinks he's seeing another boy because he, he fell asleep during a conversation, but hell knows how late they were talking anyway. Also, that's happened, Loki. Listen, if you're in a relationship and the person you're talking to falls asleep, don't the next day be mad at them. The human body is weak. Exactly. Like, that has happened to me where I've fallen asleep and I'm like, Ugh. and they're like, oh, were you sleeping? Listen, I am tired. What must I do? I've been working no, all day. You Let me cheating, sleep, Dan. damn it. Because your energy got spent somewhere on someone else. I want to know. I want to know where. It got spent on my body. Uh, I need to heal. Right? Back up. I need to recharge, damn it. But yeah, that's, this, it's basically the whole episode. It's just that. And it's just, it frustrated me. Why? Like, why can't you have... At that point, it, was, it wasn't even a new relationship. You should be secure enough. Like, like yes. chill. You're not babies anymore. Your hair even out a bit. Like. <laughs> she has really nice hair in yeah. this episode. The way she colored it. I remember because I was watching. I was like, that's good hair. I was like, wait, was she wearing a wig throughout this, this season? And then suddenly she just had long hair. I was like, damn, that's a pretty good wig. No, because you could, you could see her roots like are a different color. Um, compared to her hair, she has like this red thing. But then the camera sometimes you could see like the top you of her head. Tell Dan was analyzing Kim this season. I didn't pay attention like that. I just noticed because I notice things. I drink okay. water and I okay, notice things. Dan. Okay, just like how I note Namju's muscles. Okay, right, fine. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I was just oh, noticing. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, we just, I'm just, I just notice things when I watch these shows. Dan observed the hair color very well. I did. I observed her face because there was also a point, I think in one of the episodes where she gets so red in the face from him kissing her that it is adorable, but it is shockingly red. I think she might have a fever. How much blush did they put on her to make that happen though? You know, they dunked her face in the blush like they they were performing a baptism. Like just... They were like, Sacre mia, Dios santes. This is what love feels like. Get in there. They had to use like a whole truck of um, wet wipes just to get that blush off her face afterwards. Yeah, it's like somebody smeared red lipstick all over her cheeks and nose. Like, yes. 
<laughs> exactly. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to talk about this episode. Um, the one thing I will bring up is like we get we get another terrible quick plot end, which is yeah. uh, Seong Ok dating dating the um, Jun's friend, but again it gets set up real quick and it it ends that even just quicker. Happened so randomly. Like they just they had like five second moments. Suddenly love. Yes. I'm like. But where was the time for them to interact? They hardly interacted and suddenly they were just... And then they also decided, let's lie about it too. They were hiding it. Like, okay. Which never gets found out. Yeah. By anyone. Because they break up. Okay. He joins the military. Which again, I think I texted you about this like... um. Did I miss an episode? Why is he in the oh, military yeah, he now? he had to do his two years military service. <laughs> that, that's the thing like all the korean men have to do two years of um compulsory military service and i'm a cry because jin has to do his soon and i'm just cry i'm a cry and miss my jin but it's okay so like it's lee fine. Uh, lee jong suk he's currently in his uh park young suk also he's currently in his his will end next year Oh, My okay. life is just waiting for Korean men to finish their two years. I'm just like, come back to me. <laughs> you know what you sound like, by the way, just now? You sound like, you know, those 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 ladies who write notes to uh, death row inmates? It's like, I'm just waiting for him to come back. I know the state will let him go at some point. Bring my boy back. <laughs> exactly. I love him. It's like. I don't know why they have that there accent, but it's... There was this one reality TV show I was just randomly watching one night. It was called Love After Lockdown. And that's what the woman sounded like. They're like, he's doing... <laughs> <laughs> My boy is in there for 20 years, but he is innocent. He is freaking innocent. He'll be out soon. He'll be out. She fell on that knife 20 times. That's what happened. <laughs> and they go visit him in prison. They're like... Five more years and I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to wait for you, boy. <laughs> it's just me waiting for Korean men to come out of the military. <laughs> As if I have a shot. I'm like, Young Suk will be out soon and I'll be there. <laughs> as soon as lockdown ends, you'll be there. I legit have like this mental note of when... Lee Jong Suk will be out when Park Young Suk will be out. I'm like, Jin is going to join at this point and he'll be out by then. I'll be this old. <laughs> oh, man. This is why K drama fans listen to this podcast. They, listen, they come to listen to you talk about the men they love and they come to listen to me in befuddlement, like, wait, there's Did, a guy that likes I'm this? I'm low key thinking majority of my friends are going to just slowly fall in love with Dan. Because so many of my friends hit me up. They're like, dude, he legit watches. Like, I thought you were joking. I thought you were lying. But he actually, I'm listening and he actually watches. I'm like, no, he watches. Like, Dan watches. You're saying that. <laughs> You're saying that. But I know there's guys I know who are like, oh, so you just kind of skim for it. Like, no, I, I watch them. I watch like, them and I make my notes because I, I'm I'm like I'm guys, paying attention. Dan comes back to me with like notes, like yo. 
No, but like, remember how we started this whole thing? It's like you recommended the show to me, and we started. I started sending you screenshots of I everything he was with a he comment. Watch it. I didn't think he would, and he came back with knowledge. <laughs> because I really liked the show. I it it freaking grabbed me. This and the 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 other one I watched um, that I actually finished. Is it romance? Which is romance is a oh, bonus and book. And then that's when Dan and I both agreed Lee Jong Suk is Bay. Like, mm. yeah, we did. Just... We did. That was the only one I actually finished because a, a few of them I've started and I've been like, okay, that was like my bad because I episode. recommended Reply 1988 and I knew it was long, but then I just gave it to you. <laughs> no, but I watched that other one, you, uh, the one with the girl who's in a manhwa. Uh... It's the girl. She finds out she's in a, a, a manga. Oh! Extraordinary you. Yes, I watched the first episode and I'm like, oh, it's going for those Kim Bok Joo vibes with the comedy, but it's like this actress Ooh, is not Ro as funny. Though. Ro Woon from SF9. Oh, that boy. Is no, that the cook? He's got, he comes in later actually and he ends up being the main guy. He's oh. I did I did like I, I did like the, the, the end of the first episode where they're like, oh, she's not the main character, she's an extra character. Yeah. She's actually just the, the, the bitchy rich that girl. That one had so many plot twists as you go in, though. I'm like, yeah, like... Really? I couldn't even predict a lot of these things. I was like, okay, okay, this is good. But Ro I didn't predict that. I I mean, I like the concept, but I just didn't... I didn't oh, like no, her. She's annoying. I don't she know why. No, that nasal voice that irritates me. But like Rowoon, though, from that, that, that boy that comes in later, he's just... Yo... Yeah, like how you talked about in the previous episode, you said this thing is like, you know how some actresses will put on that nasally voice thing and like, and like go baby-like and stuff like that. Yeah, she did that. And, and that's why I get annoyed also. Like, it's, I'm going to get heat for this, but listen, I get annoyed with the main chick from Goblin because she does it the whole time. It's like, I'm so cute. And I want to strangle her. I'm like, Meanwhile, Kim has like a Kim, deep voice. Kim got no time for that. <laughs> no, she actually has a deep voice, which is which is Kim's low key, just like, very sexy. Screw your you! I ain't gonna do the cutesy thing. This is my voice. Again, she ugly cries. Oh man, like yo, that cry though. I can understand lying about your cry because that is one thing. I, I'll support you. Hide that part from from everyone. Nobody deserves to see that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Bad. But like in a show, in a show, if you're full, if you're committing, if you go full ugly cry, that's great. Like, yo, she just, oh, gee, oh, <laughs> she does. She does. She does do that. That's how I learned the word. Just from her constantly saying it or crying. We've completely gone off topic again. <laughs> we went into three other K dramas. We did, but but uh, we, we're at the end of this one actually. So uh, that whole thing of like lying and like hiding the fact, it's it's so I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it's, it, it's over so quick. The, the 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 other thing that happens is the doctor confesses to his friend finally, uh, Jai Jai, and he just he uses the messy line. Took him sixteen episodes. Yeah, I did. It did. And they're together. Yay! Ribbon time. I want justice for pigtails. I, I mean, yeah, I also want justice for pigtails. I did her wrong, and I felt it in my heart that girl was me. 
Like, why couldn't y'all give her moments of romance? Like, why did your little pigtails dirty like that? You're trying to say the K-pop stan gets no one. That's <laughs> what you're trying to say. Poor girl. That girl had... She's literally supporting an industry, Which okay? I... This, she fell in love with so many dudes. Like, not one hit her up. She was cute. She was. Like, what? And Kim almost she was killed her cute. when they were stretching. Like, Kim... How horrible was that moment? Kim was pressing her down like freaking pancake. But this girl... This girl's yes. so horny. What did she say at that moment? I like being folded in half. Like, <laughs> y'all did her dirty. <laughs> y'all did writers. Y'all did my pigtails. Girl, dirty. <laughs> I want justice for pigtails, man. Hashtag justice for pigtails, please. please. Can we get that justice trending? justice for pigtails. I'm going to tweet that today. I'm like, guys, watch yeah. <laughs> me do an entire TikTok rant and tag Dan. About how I want justice for Pigtail. I believe it. I like, believe I it completely. Just, I, you know what I wanted for her? I, and this is the kind of cliche K-drama moment that I wanted, right? Like in Itaewon class, when Park Bogum just shows up in the last second of the last episode and that chick falls in love with him. I wanted pig, Pigtails to be at the graduation ceremony, okay? And I wanted like... Freaking Jimin from BTS level. I wanted him to show up like a prince and be like, Saranghae. I wanted that. I wanted that for pigtails. I wanted her to have the best guy. You know what? In all fan fiction, that's I what happens. Wanted, I, I feel like I saw myself in her so much that I felt physical pain for what happened. <laughs> like, we even, like, we even kind of dress alike. <laughs> like, Oh, oh my word, yeah. The, <laughs> the way she just wore like that dick shirt. And I'm like, that's what I do. I wear like a dick face mask. And like, she deserved a, a K pop boy. She deserved it. Give it to her. Kim got a good guy. Sonia got a cute guy. Almost a K pop boy. Everybody got a cute guy. And Pigtails. Pigtails was honest the whole time. Pigtails, who. Who even helped Kim so that she would stop getting punished? Pigtails did that. Pigtails, who I'm so sure could have picked up Namju herself. Like, y'all couldn't give my girl someone. Like, Bullcut Boy got someone, Dan. Bullcut found another Bullcut girl. Yeah, that's true. Y'all telling me Pigtails. Bullcut got lucky. He found someone who went to the same barber as him, so the he ended up lucky. Got someone. Oh my, yeah, but like, was that worth it? He might be dead. <laughs> You're telling me Pigtails just got no one. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, rather get no one than a lady who properly does like, heroin. The funny thing is, everybody... For fun. They were, writers were tying those loose ends like, yes, 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 but Pigtails. Y'all did her dirty. Y'all did her dirty. I just, I have a major problem with that. That is a rant. And watch Dan get tagged in another one on TikTok. And Dan will have to support me and stand my arguments about how y'all did pigtails death. How do I? I, I, I always like, support you. Even when I get dragged in things which might just kill me. I cried harder for pigtails not getting anyone than Namju crying over seeing his mom. Like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's 
some nice. Like, and, and you know what's the funny thing, right? You can tell she's a better weightlifter than Kim Bok Cho. Like, she can lift shit. But did she get any recognition? She get any fancy stuff? No. Everything was like, Kim. Let's give Kim the guy. Let's give... Yeah. You didn't see... Oh, my word. Okay, you're getting, you're getting salty now. You, we we gotta That's we gotta move on. Dad. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sure there's a show where she does get a guy. I I will Google that actress and I will find a show that does justice to her. I hope there's not a show where she's like a serial killer she or like a crazy it, person. But maybe she there's one. She to kill people. But back to the plot. Kim wins the final competition, which coincides with her dad's surgery, and everyone's happy. That is resolved quickly. Dad's fine. They have, then they have the graduation, which meet, gives us a scene that is too much fun. The fashion oh, yeah. show, where they have to wear belts and they have to do poses. And again, you can see that uh, a short hair girl is way too sexy because of the poses yeah, she gives there. Yeah, she's a natural model. She is. I mean, if you, if you Google her, you'll Even see. Even in Taiwan class, like, I love the gray hair look she was doing. I don't care what they said in the drama. Mm. In the drama, they were like, no, change your hair to black. And that's how you part. Like, please, she was hot with gray hair. She was hot. Sure. Sure. I agree. But uh, the fashion show is done. And then the parents meet. Yeah. The Oh, wait, no. The coach and the professor are engaged or married. They don't specify. The parents meet. And Jahi and his friend got married or are engaged. They don't specify. And then, um, and then at the end of the the end of the episode, the final end, they go out onto the foot the track yeah. field. Uh, Kim and Jun, uh, Jun, and they might get married or not. They don't specify. Yeah, the, he just like proposes, and then they start running and falling into each other. Yeah, she runs away like real fast, and I'm like, oh, that's an interesting. And oh wait, no, she's playing. She's like damn, I mean, now you propose to me, I'll be running after him. He'll be running away. Like I take it. I take it back. <laughs> no backsies. No backsies, Namjoon. Let's do it. Let's get hitched. He just sees you turn around, grasping the ring, stroking it, going, precious. I got the ring, guys. You're mine now. That's how it works, right? Got myself a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with these two just having fun on the field and cut to credits. And that was Kim Bok Ju. Weightlifting fairy, Kim Bok Ju. What an end. What an end. It's, it's fine. fine. That's that's our ending it's statement fine. on that. It was fine. Yeah. So, Sarge, what did you think about the second half of Kim Bok Ju? It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. That was like epic. It, yeah, the first half was like, it's so good. And the second half, like... Okay, this is going to sound weird. But the first half of the second half was good yeah. still. But just those last like five episodes are just low-key not great. But it's still my favorite K-drama. Not only because it was my first, but also because that first eight episodes were so powerful. Like I, I, mm. I, It was the first time I saw anything like that. With just like weightlifting and gymnasts and swimming and yeah. cute. No, like even though we like kind of shit on it a little bit at the end the characters are still great they're still all likable everyone gives them yeah. a good performance uh the show flows really well in places still it's just it gets a little frustrating when it does the same thing more than once and certain yeah. things don't get resolved and it was pretty to look at it was 
like the scenery, the college. Every time she went to the wishing well, the colors and the flowers, all of those pretty yeah. little things. I I liked it, and it it gave me, yeah, like, exactly. even though my college dorm was never that pretty, it gave me that that nostalgia for being in college. All the things we even had that same clothes rack and things. All those little tidbits. I was like, yo, this brought memories of living in a dorm with your friends. No, same, same. It was like, I mean, yeah. It had good elements in it, but it like overall, I think the second half yeah. was not that good as the first half. But I would still recommend watch yeah. the whole show. Get that get that conclusion going. It's good. It's it's a good show overall. I still think it's a really good show. It's a good starter show if you want to get into K drama. It's not too heavy, but it does have some heavy moments in it. But it's also there's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's light enough to. I it's the one show I recommend if you're starting K drama like. This is the one show I would recommend, because at first I started with freaking doctors, and I watched ten minutes. I was like, "This is crap! This was garbage!" I was like, "No!" But then I I gave K dramas a chance again, and I watched Kim Bok Cho, and then I could watch Doctors. I was like, "Okay, no, now I get it. I get the vibe. <laughs> it helped. Yeah, it's a good gateway to K drama." Exactly, it is a very good gateway to K drama. I would really recommend it. If you, if you, if you want to, if you want to try it out, try out the genre. It's a good thing. I mean, like, and also, if you haven't listened to the first half, why the hell are you listening to the second half of the show? Go listen to the first half. I feel like we we go into a lot more details with like K dramas and stuff like that, and why this show is good. I specifically wanted us to just focus on the second half, and we did talk a bit longer than last time. How do we keep doing that? We have a lot to say. I have a lot. I have a lot of notes, that so we don't lose track. The next K drama we watch is going to be like an ongoing one, so we'll just do two episodes at a time. I think that's a good idea. I think that's going to be a bit more chill because that's why I also wanted us to move on like the discussing episode by episode basis, so we could get ready for the next one. The next one is night. I think Dan will really like the next one. That one's going to be because he because you see. Dan, and I'm a flex on Dan, Dan studied these things like film and all of that stuff. So he's going to appreciate the way they do transitions in the next one and the way the camera goes and all the stuff. You're going to enjoy that. I did study film and I look forward to... What is this thing called again? It's okay not to be okay. It's good. So next time... So next time on Simping for the Soul... We are going to be talking about the first two episodes of It's Okay yep. Not To Be Okay. But remember, it's not okay to miss this podcast. Damn straight. Damn straight. So, thank you everyone for joining. Thank you, Sarge, for joining again. This was a lot of fun, as usual. And we will be back next week for more Simpin' for the Soul. Nice. <laughs>